Guys, welcome to Minefields. It is 2022. We are almost to the third year of the play. But we're saying it's about mid-March. Mid-March is yeah. Yeah, this Omicron. The Ides of March, they say. The Ides of March. E2 Morales. <laughs> e2. Yeah, I pulled that on somebody the other day at work. Freaking one of the my coworkers that is a, or I guess one of my employees, but she's like 18. She's like E2. What does that mean? I was like. Oh my god, you're so young. Yeah, they probably pulled it out of the oh. fucking schools. They can't read that book because there's probably something like racist in it. Like, uh, like you know, they, you know, they're pulling the fucking to kill a mockingbird out of out of out of schools. Cause it's, I hadn't heard. Be, yeah, because it's it's uh, it's offensive and it's upsetting. Like that's the it's actually the point. <laughs> like you're supposed to learn yeah. from from history. People suck. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's mm, an easy way to do it other than getting punched in the face. It's one of my favorite books of all time, man. I think I've read that book probably like six or seven times. Yeah, it's a good book. Did you ever read Bless Me Ultima back in the day? I have not, no. It's a book, it's a book by Rodolfo Anaya. Uh, it's about a, uh, a young boy who is growing up in uh, Depression era. And he is his mother is an overbearing mother that just has this hair up her ass that he's going to be a fucking priest. So he's got to be the best one. He's the youngest of like eight. Like he's got a shitload of brothers and sisters, but, um, mm-hmm. they bring Ultima to come live with them. And, uh, Ultima is a curandera, which is basically Mexican Spanish for witch doctor. However, okay. she still, she still practices Catholicism. It's kind of like, uh, you ever met any Wiccans that are still very Catholic? It's actually pretty common. It, it's actually really, mm, yeah. it's actually really easy for Catholics to get into Wicca because of our uh, love of the Virgin Mary. Like it's it's borderline breaking the rules of worshiping another deity. It's it's pretty fucking close. And uh, okay. Wicca is is sun sun god. You know. All, all mother, you know, like moon, you know, all, all that sort of thing. And she basically, mm-hmm. she comes in and she uh, mixes uh, curanderaism or however you want to play, put it, and you know, helps the boy, helps the boy develop. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's, it's a wonderful book. If you ever decide that you want to like read a, it's not a challenging book. But it's something that you'll get engrossed in immediately. So if you're like or on vacation, like I don't know, like at the house of Morales, do you guys ever take vacations? No, we're too busy working. Well, we need to. We desperately need you, to. You absolutely, you 100% deserve a fucking vacation. I do not. I've got it made in the shade of my fucking job. I feel fucking guilty as shit. Um, but uh, I don't. They got throw punched a gypsy in a past life or something. I don't know. <laughs> on the on the road. I'm sure, I'm sure there's some stories where old drunk-ass Tony Morales actually ended up in the wrong hotel room. <laughs> or the very right one. Yeah. <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny. Well, how you been, man? Tell us, we've, we've been, uh, we've, it's been a little bit since we released an episode, guys. Like, uh, I had a big move and a lot of shit going on, and so did Tony, and we're happy to be back. And, uh, Tony, what you been up to, man? Man, just holidays for the most part. You know, we had Christmas and New Year's and still, uh, still working on the farm, as it were. Freaking doing stuff out of the pharmacy, trying to get all that back under some semblance of control. Freaking, you know, trying to 
work through that insanity while trying to maintain family life and you know working with a uh, working with new era we got uh, we ended up having to cancel the show this weekend due to um the covid uh you know cases are going up in denver big time so we decided it was best not to uh not to poke that bear as it were yeah. better safe than sorry so we we're gonna we had to cancel the january 8th event and we are moving on to the February 5th event at Mile High Comics on Jason Street. So we will uh, be hopefully unveiling matches shortly, figuring out which uh, which matches we had planned that will make it from the January show to the February show and which matches will be changed. As long as I get to see Filter. Yeah, hopefully we will. Hopefully... Uh, We'll see good old Dorian Maddox there that night and freaking good old Big Phil Dog. Big Phil freaking Dog, Dorian Maddox. That guy is one of my favorite people in wrestling. Like, like I, I, I am actually a total mark for that guy. And I'm friends with the guy. It makes me really happy. Like, he, you ever met anyone when, like, you know, in passing or even if, like, uh, you, someone asks you how your day was. Or, how you doing, man? Mm-hmm. I'm good. How you doing? I'm good. Okay, did... Was there even an exchange there? No, that's just some bullshit, like, part of our culture. Yeah. Hey, Phil, what's up? I'm good, brother. Good to see you. Get you, like, big hug, big hug, boom on the back. How are you? Really? How are you? What you been up to? Like, and, it, it's, yeah. not, and it's not that bullshit politicking, you know, like, you know, trying to be the nice guy behind the fucking scenes and he's actually a fucking prick. Uh, nah. No, I, I can't wait to see that guy either. I want to see him everywhere. I want to see him in New Japan. I want to see him Impact. I want to see him in AEW. I want him to go wherever he wants to go, but uh, he's definitely uh, one of my... Uh, uh, I don't know how to put it. I'm almost like an asshole. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> considering what I what I do, uh, and you know, thanks to the, the lovely people at New Era, uh, let me run wild as resident artist... Um, yeah, he's just, I, I've got the highest hopes for him. We gotta- yeah, I mean, hopefully, you know, hopefully big things in quite a few people's futures there, you know, see what happens. Agreed. But yeah, no, I, do. I definitely would love to, love to see good old Dorian on a uh, substantially bigger stage. He's Hoping nothing but the best for him in, in all his endeavors. Agreed. Agreed, man. And it's just, uh, it's a, it's a bummer that we had to make the decision, um, but it's it's for the best, and we've had nothing but support for it, and it is what it is. Yeah. It is what it is, and, you know, as, as things hopefully settle down, and I saw, like, uh, France announced that there's another variant they found today, and, you know, we'll see what that goes, and, but luckily all the variants that are happening, well, that, well this Omicron from Red is not as bad as Delta, and uh, hopefully all these new variants are, you know, dwindling down as, as we get more accustomed to uh, a virus. Well, when, uh, random question. When you were a kid uh, and your mom found out that, like, someone at school, like, had the chicken pox, did she keep your ass home from school? No. Again, my mom was, you know, my parents were all about, you know, just buckling down and just getting through stuff. So, like, we didn't really... Yeah, I mean, I definitely caught chicken pox as a kid, but it wasn't, you know, it was kind of just like a rite of passage. Everybody did it, yeah. you know? 
Yeah, they, exactly. Like I remember my mom. I, I remember I was in first grade in Lake and Heath um, Air Force the R A R A F B precisely, and um, I remember the girl that got it. She she came to school with fucking chickenpox. Her name was Elizabeth. She was she was kind of the dummy of the class. You know how when you're in elementary school that like there's one person that is like filtered out is like for some reason we don't like that person. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, she, I remember I'm like, man, this bitch is going to get me sick. And I told my mom and mom's like, you're going to school. You're going to get that chicken pox. Yeah. Sure as shit I did. Oh, that was, that was the thing, man. I remember back, like, hearing about it back in the day where people would have chicken pox parties where freaking they'd get all their kids together with a kid that had chicken pox and you'd hope you'd catch it. That way, you know, once you did it, you were done. You yeah. Know, you got it. It wasn't a huge deal. You freaking did it for a few days. Freaking take your oatmeal bads, freaking, yeah. you know, you just kind of put up with it. But once it was done, it was done. You didn't get it again. I, I, I don't remember being pissed off having it. I just, I remember it sucked. It was itchy. I, I felt sick. But I remember my mom took, like, I, oatmeal bath. Yeah, I remember you're, like, you're going to get it again. We're going to make sure you get it again. Like, that that exact verbiage. Like, you have to get it twice. Yeah. You have to get it twice, and then and then it's over. Um I'm not saying that COVID is like that. I mean, I don't want to sound insensitive considering that it's so new and people have lost people. Um, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that it, it's just, it was just a different time. And hopefully, what I'm getting at is hopefully it winds down to the point where maybe that is, hopefully, maybe it comes down to that. You know, you get it, you're done, you get your immunity, you get it again, okay, you're going to be fine. Because how many times have you had the flu? Yeah, I mean, you get the you get the flu. I mean, some people get the flu on a yearly basis. Yeah, you know, it'd definitely be nice to get it to that point where, you know, we we had that that kind of immunity to it, like we do the flu, where it was just okay. I got it. I'm taking a couple of days off. Bada bing, bada boom. I'm good. Yeah, you know, but that's you know, flu's been around for substantially longer than COVID. Like our bodies of have course. to get of used to it and generations of it, and then. Yeah, that, you know, that probably won't happen in our lifetime, sadly, or if it does, we'll be, you know, wrinkled old men going to the comic book store getting books by that point. I'm going to hold you to that, man. uh, I am not going to be a happy camper if there ever comes a day where I'm not uh, uh, going to the comic book store with one of my best pals, Tony Morales. Yeah, nah, dude, I, I, I've got way too much money invested in this nonsense. <laughs> I know, I know, man. I, I, I just moved into my new place, and I was mapping out all my storage areas, and I absolutely, I have enough space for the comics I have, so I can sort everything. But do you hear what I'm saying? I have enough space for what I have. Have. <laughs> yeah, there's gonna be more. There's gonna be more, and I'm like, well, shoot, shoot, dude. Every like every what every month now, I feel like they're coming out with a new Bat book. Oh, dude, there's like, uh, like it's they got with a new. Oh, it's only, it's only six issues. It's only a mini series, but they keep rotating those in every freaking other month. There's three more, you know, three more different things coming up, and it's like oh, I want to at least check it out. Well, I appreciate that they're not making them twelve issue series, so we're buying a new thing and while we're finishing another thing up. I mean, but still, like we're like crack addicts when it comes to fucking Batman now, man. Yeah, it's becoming it's becoming a thing. Like you got to pick and choose, and like uh, we were talking, which one were we were talking about with Ten Eyed Man, uh, Arkham. Arkham. Yeah. Yeah, Arkham. It's like I, I slept on it, and for your next thing, I I'm like, I gotta get all the I gotta get all the issues now because you're <laughs> you're ranting and raving about it, and I'm like, dude. 
I gotta at least give it a shot. It's actually pretty good. And, and then you never listen. Uh, it's okay. It's okay because you know what? I'll always have your back. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I I'm gonna do what I used to do for Colin because Colin never appreciated it. I haven't. I, like I, I'm like call him up. Like I just got this book called Saga. It's the fucking. It's the shit. This is gonna be the biggest thing in ever. He's like, oh, that, that sounds cool. I guess I'll check it out. I'm like, I bought you issue one, and he's like, oh, okay, cool, thanks. He, that that comic is worth like six hundred dollars. Like even if it, like it's on the floor of a fucking Exxon men's restroom. Like if you find that motherfucker. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna do that for you. I started it already. You got your stray dogs. I still encourage you to like trade that animal while it's hot and get some store credit so you can get some other shit that you like. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably gonna keep it for a while. I got that one. You gave me that what? Die, die, die. I think it was. Yeah. Last yeah. time. Yeah, I made you buy die, 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 and I got. Uh, oh yeah. Um. Uh, I don't want to say it until it happens, obviously, because that's not how we work. But uh, I got to uh, I got to go meet um, Tony Fleeks, uh, writer of um, Stray Dogs. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, I, I walked in. I, I felt like a king, man. I had the PTO. You know, took like three hours off from work. <laughs> and, uh, I thought there was gonna awesome. be. A, I thought there was gonna be a line, and like, man, I was so pissed off that there wasn't a line. There should have been a line around the fucking block. To meet this guy, there was like three. Yeah. Guys, I, I, I hope it because I got there right away because I thought you know I got there early. I thought you know that was gonna happen, but uh, yeah, it didn't. And uh, I hope it happened later, you know, because I, I you know showed up early and got to meet him right away. But uh, yeah, uh, I talked to to George, um, uh, one of the owners of Muse here in Colorado Springs. Like, how'd you, how'd you get? And he's like, when Stray Dogs came out, his family couldn't find it. And he's actually from here, like legit from the Springs, like went to high school and shit. Oh, that's me. And uh, his his family kept coming in trying to get it, and we hooked him up. And then he shows up and is like, hey, you took great care of my family. Um, I'm in town for the holidays. I can do a signing, like... And they're like, shit, yeah. (laughs) Why the hell not? And he was there, and it really warmed my heart because, like, uh, I I see like red, you know, red carpet shit, and people got their hot ass girlfriends. If we ever, if we ever did anything like that, um, I would want to bring my mom or my dad. And his mom, yeah, his his mom was sitting with it, like uh, at at the table, and uh, he was an absolute gentleman, and. I saw he had a mask right away. I remember I was getting out of my car and I saw my mask and I'm like, because I fucking hate wearing that fucking thing. And uh, I saw my mask and I'm like, I'm just going to put it on pocket just in case. And sure as shit, he was wearing a mask. And I saw him and I'm like, yo, brother, you want us to wear a mask? And he's like, yeah, I'd appreciate it. He wasn't shitty about it. He just said, I I would appreciate it. And I'm like, absolutely, bro. Got it in my pocket right here. Put that bitch on. uh, I bought the, the... the trade paperback for Homeboy Cody. I got you guys nice. the, the first issue of the, the new series of Stray Dogs and myself. And uh, he signed everything. Uh, ruined my first... Uh, well, not not to me, but other people would consider he, he ruined it. But uh, he signed his name. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Put for Joshua Michael. He's like, really? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm not selling this bitch. Right, right all over. He wrote it big as fuck. Like in, nice. sil- in silver, and I was like, uh, 
You, you told me you wanted me to sign it as your shoot name, but I was marking out, man. I felt like an asshole because, like, I'm like, sign it to Tony. <laughs> like, he can't be here. He's working. He wanted to be here. And, and he's like, cool. They tell Mr. Tony, uh, thanks for supporting us and, and, and what we do. And uh, handshake or, or, uh, or elbow. He's all elbow, brother. And, and then uh, thanked him and, you know, got booked it, man. It was, it, I was, it was awesome. He was such a great guy. Nice, nice. So I got you your first signed comic book. I was I was actually on the hunt for a signed comic book for, for, for Christmas. It's one of the gifts, gifts I wanted to get you, and uh, it's it's gonna be a late one. I could get that X Men two eighty one out of that freaking the world's tiniest comic book shop, huh? We gotta go back there. We we got we, we we should talk about that. That's, yeah, that's the, freaking you hilarious. Do, you do that because we're in the car and you're like, "Fuck you!" It's gonna haunt you, and it has haunted the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we go to this. Uh, we're we're on the way from the Springs to Denver for the uh, the Cumberbatch show a few weeks ago. Yes. We're like, "Oh, we got just enough time to." You know, we we had planned out this whole thing about making a day of it, going to a couple shops, checking some new ones out. Freaking uh, and I end up having to work, and I'm able to I'm able to slide out early, grab uh, grab Josh, freaking. And we're like, oh, and Josh is like, we we got time to hit a couple comic shops still, right? I was like, dude, if we're lucky, we've got time to hit one. Yeah, like it just it is what it is. Traffic on the weekends, trying to get to Denver. I was like, that's gonna take two hours. You know, we're supposed to be there. I think call time was one. I didn't get out of work till two. Yeah. So I was, you know, so it is what it is. You know, we're gonna get there about four thirty-five at the earliest, possibly. So we were like, okay, we'll try to get, we'll try to hit one real quick. You know, if we're if we're on the way to Castle, we're on the way. If we go to Castle Rock, we can hit one on the way if it's right off the highway. And we find one, and we're just like, okay, it's it's you know, it's got to be in this area here. We don't see anything. It was the hunt. For we the see hunt. that <laughs> it was a hunt for the hunt. Yeah. We see this. We see this big old. There's a, a big old building. With all these tiny little shops in there, and we're like, okay, it's in giant. We we got the uh, we got the we we're all here looking on the on the phones, being like, it's got to be in here, it's got to be in here. And we, we search around inside, nothing, not a silch zero. I give up, and I'm I'm ready to go. Like screw it, we got to get to the show. Freaking Josh is like, no no no, let me ask let me ask somebody real quick. You know if 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 we're wrong, if it's closed, if it's no longer here, it is what it is. But just let me ask somebody. So I'm freaking, you know, he asked, and, and she's like, oh, no, it's right down here. Oh, okay, cool. So we end up freaking walking down this little hallway, and it's got to be five feet max on the right-hand side of this hallway are these freaking, there's like two rows of comic books. Basically a closet. And then two <laughs> two short boxes. <laughs> and I'm just like, you got it, like, Okay, this is it. Cool. Like, you know, we look through it to see see what we can find. You know, maybe we'll find some lost treasure. You never, you mean, you never really know. Never. Freaking, I heard, I heard about this one time where this Jaloke, Jamoke, found an entire freaking set of freaking Hellblazer comic books <laughs> for like super cheap because the guy didn't know what he had. Yeah. And freaking walked out of this like freaking piss ant freaking flea market. Uh, flea market. With like the entire run of Hellblazer, 
and spent like 120 bucks. No, I spent 20, and I like I actually had to borrow the 20 bucks from my mom because I I had already spent like we always show up <laughs> at the flea market with like we would always show up with 40 bucks, 20 dollars for vegetables. And twenty dollars for whatever random shit, and I'm and uh, I asked my mom like I need twenty bucks. I like, we'll go to ATM real quick, and she's like, okay, she gives me twenty bucks, and uh, I get the comics and I look at her, and we need to leave right now because I just robbed this woman. <laughs> but yeah, so, I mean, you never, I mean, you, you never like never know. Proof positive, you never know when you freaking go to anything comic book oriented, what you could find because some jamoke might freaking not know what he has and not know what it's worth. And then you freaking walk out with freaking a ridiculous deal. Yes, sir. So we end up freaking looking through all these comic books. There's some surprise, like there's some new stuff. There's some old stuff. There's some surprising stuff. Yeah. But like nothing, nothing, like nothing we don't have. I think, I think that's where we got the die, die, die from maybe. Yeah, that's where you got your die, die, die. The guy had like a lot of like, like the, the stuff that not a lot of people like bought into from the early indie like nineties in uh, image thing like a lot of wet works mm-hmm. and like yeah it wasn't bad it just wasn't like our deal you know yeah it just I mean it is what it is you know you're not not every you know that's the that's the that's part of the part you know, part of the fun of the hunt you know you freaking you know you might freaking hit treasure you might hit nothing mm-hmm. you, you you never know never know and some some people some people appreciate that hunt. Some people couldn't care less, but freaking if you if you find that one book that you've been looking for, then you're just like, oh hell yeah! Like freaking it just it just makes your whole day. Hell, you almost like, like you, you, shoulder, you, you almost shoulder check my ass trying to get your first strife. <laughs> I did, I did. <laughs> uh, freaking, but, but we turned like right around the corner though. There were all these random X Men, uncanny X Men two eighty ones. Which was the uh, the first appearance of Trevor Fitzroy? Yes, sir. And like I didn't realize it at the second until freaking we looked a little bit closer, but they were all signed by I think was was it the artist Will Spertasio? Yes, one of the founding founding okay. godfathers of Image. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, sir. And they were all there, and I was like, I I didn't think about it except for like everybody's got this issue. Cause I remember growing up and everybody had X Men two eighty one because it was like oh the new team the new team, freaking and it was cool but like like I said everybody's got that issue and they were like twenty five bucks a pop and I didn't realize that they were signed and I was like oh it's not a big deal when I realized they were signed we'll get it because I was like yeah we'll get we'll get it later no big deal like I've already got that issue and then I was just like oh it's kind of ever since I've been like oh, we really should have. We should have, we should have jumped on that. We should have jumped. We'll go back and get it. But you were the one that was like, "There's something. There's something going on here. Like, why are there so many? Yeah. Like, what is of it? this one issue? This one issue. Like, and it's not like I said. It's not even a big issue. It's freaking like it was. It was an issue. It's like X Men number one or X Force number one. If you were a freaking '90s kid comic collector, you have this issue. Yeah, there's like a million copies of it, but it's still yeah. special. Like I've, I've got my, I've got my, I've still got my original one that I probably bought in like '92. Yeah, something like that. Yep. You no, know, this is a 30-year-old comic book, and you're telling me. Like there's there's got to be a reason this you know somebody's got like fifty cop fifty copies of this book right here. Was it and the, freaking turned out like I said it was all autographed. Was it the first appearance of Fitzroy or was it the death of Fitzroy? 
I might have been the both. Shit, man. Like, I don't think he was around all that long. Because I remember the book. I remember there, there's like it's basically a massacre. Like yeah. they kill off all the Hellions. They kill off uh, maybe not all the Hellions, but they kill off quite a few Hellions. And they kill because it's the issue, right? Like the next, the very next issue is the first appearance of Bishop. Ooh, that's a cherry book. I, I still, need, yeah. I still need to get that because that guy, he's he's such a fucking like diamond in the rough. Like people don't understand mm-hmm. the importance of Bishop. Like oh. Like, yeah. especially, like, uh, okay, obviously where he's coming back to kill the Betrayer, uh, whether you've read the comics or you've seen the X-Men animated series, you know, he was gonna fuck, he was gonna, he was gonna put a bullet or whatever the fuck was in that gun in Gambit's head the second he saw him. <laughs> and yeah. The second he saw him. Like, no hesitation. But, like, his importance in Age of Apocalypse is unprecedented. Like, it wouldn't... Yeah, he's basically the savior. He's the only guy that remembers. Yes, he's the only one that remembers, and he he was he was there like, from the beginning to the very end. Even when X Man showed up in regular, like, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> like, yeah, uh, yeah. The, the guy, the guy's a gem, man. I, I wish we'd have had more of him in Age of Apocalypse in the uh, the the was it the fourth? Let's see. So it's, it's a first class. Um, no, he was in Days of Future Past. It was Days of Future Past. It was Days of Future Past. Was that yeah. the fourth one or the third one of the second? It's series? the it's the second one. It's the second one of the new series. Gotcha. Because it's freaking yeah. Because it's First Class, Age of Fe- uh, Days of Future Past, Apocalypse, Dark Phoenix. Yeah. But he's yeah he's only in the second one. He was that the guy that played him was great. Oh, he was awesome. So I just freaking like you said. I wish we'd had more. I wish we had more of quite a few of the people in that one. Freaking because uh, Sunspot was in there, Blink was in there, Colossus, uh, Colossus Iceman. was in there. Yeah, that, that was a, that was. I'm so glad that the people that uh, did the original like um, Brian Singer's uh, trilogy understood the importance of the X Men. Like just yeah, there's it's it's the fucking X Men. Like I don't care if I was cast as the. Uh, as the third corpse on the side, uh, I'm going to be in that fucking movie. You've had the goddamn chance, man. Uh, yeah. I think Thunderbird was in, uh, freaking Warpath was in there too. Warpath, Warpath was in it and they just resurrected Thunderbird. And that was glorious. <laughs> that was nah. so glorious when they, when they brought him back, man. Uh, that was a, uh, it wasn't, I'm reading so many books. Nah. I'm thinking, wasn't, was it Inferno? No, no, it wasn't Inferno. It was, it was it was one of the goddamn books, but yeah. but it was it was it, it's, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Xers, whatever pronoun you you know, not being an asshole, I just want to include you because that you're important too, uh, absolutely. Um, the hunt is the hunt. That's the point, Mister Morales is making here. We stumbled upon a closet of a fucking comic book store in one of those hoity-toity ass fucking emporiums that you see on TV that people in Colorado go to all the time. You know, it's, it's so atypical. Uh, we walked into a place where people were looking at us like, what the fuck are these two people doing here? And, um, <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, we, we're, we're looking for some comics and, you know, like, uh, unfortunately, we, you know, we, didn't bite, but we were, they had 35 of them, you know, hopefully, uh, we'll get them suppressed, I can't remember the name of the fucking store, it's in Castle Rock, um, but, um, yeah. 
Yeah, like we found. We some definitely gems. get there. I think it was. I think it was just called like the Emporium or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was the Emporium, something like that, and uh, it, it it was just. It was so ridiculous. Like, like we were expecting like oodles of boxes of this to go through, and uh, yeah. and being thirty minutes late, if not an hour, because fuck everything else when we're on the hunt. Because sorry, guys, like literally, that's what it is. What it is? It is what it is. Um, yeah, I believe the term is sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. We were late to uh, Square Circle Pro, and I was like, man, Lil's gonna rat us out. She knows where we're at. <laughs> she knows what we're up to. <laughs> Like, oh, sorry, Rick, bro. Like, you know, like, traffic is bad or some stuff. <laughs> like, like, no, if we're on the hunt, like, fuck everything else. But, uh, yeah, we, we, we found first issue, da da da. I can't remember what book I bought there, man. Um, it was something little. It wasn't anything too special, but it was uh, something I really enjoyed. Um, but it's, it's out there. Go on the hunt. Go find your shit, man. Like, uh, yeah. uh I think that's, the, I think that's one of the most important things, too. It's like, you know, freaking, I'll look at something that I would like. Uh, I don't. I don't need that. And freaking next, you know, Josh will be like, "Hey, you know, oh my god, I I need that issue. You know, I freaking I want that. Yeah. You know, and it, and that's the thing, man. It's freaking. It's you know, to each their own. Whatever you're into, you're into. As far as comics goes. No, and it's you know? a, it's a it's like a great bro code. Like there's like you've never questioned me when I handed you something and said you want this. <laughs> like okay, like you've listened to me. You've done this. You put you've put shit in my box before. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. Tony says I need it. I think it's, it's probably, hell, it's probably still there. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And we gotta go to, we gotta go to Ed's. Uh, I've been a little backed up from this move, but I got some money for Ed next, next, uh, next Friday. Can't wait to shake that gentleman's hand. He's got a good handshake. It's got a I good handshake. Ever, I, I don't know if I've ever actually shaken Ed's hand now that I think about it. I'm gonna, for I all, mean, for I'm all the hookups over the years. I always shake that man's hand. I, I like he's got a like we, we got okay. So we got to add that to the list. If you're a comic book store owner and your name is Ed, you better be the coolest motherfucker in the world. You better have a strong ass handshake. <laughs> better, better have a manly handshake. A manly handshake. But let's uh, let's talk about some comics. Kind of kind of kind of handshake that makes you want to drop the octaves in your voice a little bit. <laughs> I'm gonna eat steak. I'll see you later after I take a huge shit. I'll see you. Later. <laughs> <laughs> No, but it's it's a it's a new year. Hopefully, shakes your hand before that. Oh, of course, of course, but you know, it, it depends. You know, <laughs> always wash your hands, ladies and gentlemen. I've never, I've never come to think of it. I've never seen the bathroom in Ed's. Yeah, it's all right. I, I have a six-year-old son that has to go to the bathroom a lot, so I, I've seen the inside of that bathroom. Is it as cool as that bathroom from that one uh, news store uh, we went to? We gotta check that place out. Hopefully they're still no, running. Not nearly. Not nearly. <laughs> at least at least two ply. It's got to have at least two ply. Oh, definitely two ply. Right. Definitely well, two I mean, ply. I'm not expecting. He's savage. No, it's like it'd be like okay, so we're we're like Ed's best customer, so I expect if I gotta like go to the back. It's only the games you realize we're actually not, <laughs> and there's there's some jamoke in there. So I've, I've I've talked to him about guys that like. Like especially guys that are on the deployment and whatnot, Ed will just keep their books while they're gone, so they'll come back a year later and just drop thousands of dollars. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm not kidding. That is like freaking incredible. Yeah, like he'll he'll hold their books for up to a year, and then just freaking they'll come in, and bam, they're just dropping thousands of dollars, being like, 
I need my books. Shit, and then they've got like a, a year's worth of books to catch up on. Right. And if they're freaking, if they're Batman fans, that's a lot of books. That's a lot of goddamn books. We got to get it on the show. We've never talked about it, really. We need to get it on the show. I mean, like, if we that, do. That, that, that sort of thing is unprecedented. And that, he's a patriot. He's a wonderful man. And I imagine if I had to go take a shit at Ed's before I walk in, he's like, hold on, brother, and hands me, like, the, the three-ply lotion just for you. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bunch of old. Well, that made it weird. There's a bunch that of. That made it weird. Yeah, but it, like, but, it, but if you want to get specialty, there's a pile of Malibu comics in there. If you want to use that. <laughs> oh, I remember Malibu comics. That had Nightman in it. Uh, Malibu comics is the one that originally published uh, Men in Black. Oh really? I didn't know that. Yeah, that, uh, Malibu is actually responsible for uh, a huge portion of Image success because. They image went to them to publish their books because they had to deal with publishers to do that. So if you pick uh, up any, any early um, image books, you'll see the Malibu comics in the logo on the inside. Uh, yeah, on the inside. And uh, I remember uh, George over at Muse was talking about because we were talking about rare books one time, and he was like, we were, uh, "Somehow Men in Black came up," and he's like, "He's like it kills me." And I was like, "What?" And he's like. That I, I can't tell you how many times I saw priceless Malibu comics, Men in Black, in dollar fifty cent, twenty five cent, five cent bins. They couldn't get, they couldn't give them away. And now, now you, you're never, you're never gonna find them. <laughs> you know? Oh wow! Yeah, you're, you're never gonna find them. I'm like, yeah. And then that's, a, a, we're just gonna chalk that up to another rule of the hunt, man. Just trust your instincts, man. Just, yeah, sometimes you just got to bite for S's and G's, and maybe it works out in your favor, maybe it doesn't. But stray dogs, I called uh, you. I called you on my lunch break, like just like this book looked like fucking kindergarten Disney shit, and I I, <laughs> I have to I have to have a reissue, like and it, and uh, it's 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 just what happens. It, I, granted, with comics, you have to. It is kind of a gimmick that you judge a book by its cover, but. Yeah. Sometimes. No, definitely, man. Especially chance. when you pick up. Yeah, especially with indie books, man. You got to freaking. Sometimes you just. Sometimes you just stumble onto some stuff. You know, I stumbled onto. Uh, Post Americana. Oh yeah. Which is through Image. Just on, I just didn't have enough books to read one week, and I was like, "Screw it, I'm gonna give this one a shot." And next thing you know, it's like one of my favorite books, and it was just, it was fun. It was dumb fun, but freaking, you know. Next thing you know, I'm like waiting for the seventh issue to come out, the last issue, because I didn't know it was a freaking uh, limited series. It was, had a limited had, had a limited run, yeah. Mm. And freaking, I'm like, ah, oh, just I just need this book now. I need this. Got I got to complete it because I'm a freaking horrible completionist at heart. Oh, 100 percent, man. Like that. Yeah, that, freaking, that. If, I, if I start, that's that's been the freaking uh, with me really getting back into like collecting has been my thing like freaking you know sometimes some some people are just into like the first appearances and some people are into like you know a certain character i'm a freaking i've got to get like or i've got to get freaking you know if i start if i get like issue seven of maximum carnage i've got to get the complete i got to get the other 13 issues you know like right now i'm digging through uh waiting for i've got nine issues of 
Long Halloween. Uh, freaking Long Halloween coming in. I got all I got nine of the issues right now, and I'm waiting for the uh, the final four to come in. You know, and I completed that, and I randomly got the. Uh, I started. Yeah, I got the last four issues of the six issue run of uh, Return of Bruce Wayne. Nice. When Batman nice. was fighting his way through time, so I'm waiting for issues one and two of that to come in. And that's just one of the things that gets me, man. Is freaking if I get, if I start getting in a series, I gotta get the rest of it to really kind of, so I gotta complete the run. It, it it has to it has to happen. Just just yeah. simple. Like that's just how it's gonna get done. You gotta make sure you get the nice. Uh, like I I I really enjoy splurging on the good, the good bags and boards. Like you're you're, yeah. you're safe. <laughs> Like you know what I'm yeah. saying? You know, like you're safe mm-hmm. now, and uh, and it's, it's new year for we we we've gotten a lot of new listeners uh, and and downloads actually. Um, and uh, if, if you're not, we, we we broke down the hunt, but another new gimmick, uh, not a new gimmick, a, a regular gimmick we do is oh, I I do specifically um, is I, if even if I have a book and I find it like if I find a Dawn number one or or you know how many sheep books I have even though I have the full yeah. set like I rescue it like I'll rescue it it's got a good home and eventually if I meet someone they're like man I, I love sheep and I'm missing these issues here you go like no questions yeah. asked like I don't want money from you like I, these have been waiting for you uh, the, the way that uh, to put in perspective and I've told you this story before but for any of our new listeners um, uh, a new issue of uh, a book called um, God I'll look it up real quick. It, it was called the Short Man. It, it's a. Uh, it's by the guy that did the Goon. Um, let me look it up real quick. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, you have said the story before, but I cannot remember. Uh, Eric, it's an Eric Powell book. Vietnam midget guy. Uh, uh, big man plans. Okay, so uh, new Eric Powell books coming out. Everything uh, he, uh, I've got. The entire run of the original Goon, uh, which I got mm-hmm. at a random place for like it was in a uh, a twenty dollar like mystery bag, but I could see through it and I saw that the first issue was on one side and like issue number twenty something was on the other, and um, I go in and uh, George and Muse is like, oh you're you're an Eric Powell fan, and I was like, oh I fucking love Eric Powell, and he's like, I'll be right back, give me a second. There's like two people in line behind me. Goes to the back and he gets this lenticular poster. You saw that in my storage, right? Yeah. It, it's it's uh it's not that big. It's it's a little bit bigger than what average comic book art board uh, paper is. And it's a lenticular mm-hmm. poster of uh, of, a, of the last Goon book that came out as a promotion for comic book stores. He's like, I've been saving this for someone that really liked Eric Powell and the Goon. And I'm like, oh my god! Like, like how much? This is gorgeous. He's like, no, it's yours. Just nice. It's, just, it's yours. Like this, it's been waiting for you. It, I just didn't know it was you. And uh, that that's a that's a gimmick for minefields. And uh, we we walked in minefields and we we figure out the good stories. We're gonna tell you not just how it's good, but why and. Uh, we're happy that you're listening, and uh, if you guys don't have friends like uh, we have all, you know, us, Colin, we got old Jeffski there, all hold up with COVID at the moment, like, we we do what's got to be done, no matter how tired we fucking are. Yeah. 
<laughs> tired we fucking are, but we, uh, it's it's the new year and we got a, a scaffolding and you guys are going to see some really cool new things that are happening, but uh, we want to start off, we're, we're, we're going to do um, Swamp Thing, Ring Hell number one, Suicide Squad number 11, Detective uh, Comics 1046 and 1047, Teen Titans Academy number 10, uh, Task Force Z number 3, and Crush and Lobo, the f- oh, the finale, dude, I'm so bummed it's the finale. Um, but let, let's start with um, Detective 1046. Now, just gonna just gonna keep this short and sweet. Uh, you know, like we've got this excellent cover here. You and I are it's you know Fear State aftermath. What the yep. like? Tony and I have had le- you and I have had legit conversations. What are we? What are we gonna fucking do when Tony leaves Batman? <laughs> like it, it's been a legit worry of ours. And uh, this book is building the scaffolding. And we had a conversation a couple uh, about a week ago, maybe a week and a half, about mm-hmm. building a, uh, a new scaffolding or on what we have for for minefields for for 2022. And this book is absolutely setting up. The, the scaffolding for the, for the next year, uh, maybe two. Uh, we've got okay, so Scarecrow's he's done. We've got wow, this is one of the things that is really the, the building. It, it's it, it's on fire. Batman shows up out of nowhere. Okay, of course he is. I've never seen this chick. Who's the chick in the Lambo? Uh, is that Chase Meridian maybe? No, that's not Chase Meridian. The, the 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 bad guy that's like blowing up this building here and Batman and the Huntress and uh They they they're stopping her ass. But like the the basic gist here is that uh Fear State's over. Arkham Asylum, we we still don't know who caused Yeah, Arkham Stone, Arkham Stone messed up after 8A, and like you said, we don't know who it is yet. Big mystery. We still yeah, just, Apparently, from what we understand, it's not the Joker. It's not the Joker. Has it been a or year? Or so he says. It's been more than a year. It's got to be at least a year and a half mm-hmm. since 8A's happened. Yeah, because 8A happened in Infinite Frontier, which was the uh, right after the end of Death Metal. Yes, sir. And uh, they're they're building scaffolding here, so we're in this uh, new place, and we see this. What is this on page? I want to say maybe twelve, where we see like a robotic half torso of a Batman, and they're building Arkham Tower. Batwoman's on the hunt. She's talking with our favorite reporter here, who's drinking out in the open. I. I, I uh, oh, Deb Donovan. Yeah, I, I, I've had my own personal problems with booze before. But uh, I really get a kick out of how much this woman likes fucking whiskey. <laughs> like, <laughs> she don't give a shit. And, uh, but she still gets a scoop. She still gets it done. Forgive me if I'm mistaken, but I didn't know that Marinacano's first name was Chris. Mm-hmm. And second off, I didn't know that, I mean, not that's the bad thing. Uh, I, I didn't know that he had a family. And, and that his wife is, like, basically paralyzed with depression. Yeah. Um, that that's that's a that's a reveal here. We've got the scaffolding up, going up of uh, Arkham Tower, which is going to be the beacon of health, of mental health, of Gotham. And it, it it like I don't know about you, but like I feel like they're building a nuclear bomb in the middle of Gotham. Well, that's that's the thing, man. Freaking like from. 
from personal experience with a lot of things, freaking, if somebody's gonna go that far to, like, be like, look at me, look at me, look at me, yeah, there's always there's always skeletons in the closet. Oh, 100%. You know, if you're gonna be, if you're gonna put yourself out there like that, like, you better make sure you are squeaky clean. Squeaky clean. Because if, if not, you're gonna get eaten alive. And it may take it may take days, it may take years, but when whatever you're hiding comes out, you're done. Yeah, I mean the best job you're gonna be able to get is like a United States senator. I mean you're not gonna be president, but you can still be a senator. Yeah. <laughs> once you get that job, you can keep it forever. Batman's leaving, man. He's piecing out to Europe and we get this uh, backstory about this I've never seen who's this poor bastard here? In a uh, and by the way, if if you're looking at the art right now, this is a compl- like I have a big problem with the artwork on this on this B story here, is that it is a complete bush league ripoff of Mike Allred art, including the coloring of what uh, Laura does, his wife, and you know, mm-hmm. he, he's having this tete a tete with Harley Quinn, and Batman shows up, who's you know still poisoned by the gas, and. Uh, you know, he's trying to destroy Arkham Tower. I, I can't blame him, you know, especially after what we just said. I mean, like, it's a nuclear bomb in the middle of fucking Gotham. Like, you're going to put the, yeah. you're gonna put the crazies? I mean, it, it's not... What's the uh, what's the one at South Gotham, which I'm very thankful for uh, the latest uh, Black Label book showing us the map? Uh, Blackgate. It's not... Oh, yeah, freaking... It's not Blackgate. Yeah. You're not getting out of there, but it's still... Like a place where they is think, it the narrows? No, 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 no. The prison is Blackgate. It's it's super sad. Yeah, prison is Blackgate. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That, that's where you, if you get, if you end up in Blackgate, you're not getting out. Like that, they, they they've got a special cell until you do. <laughs> until you do, of course. But like, um, it's not Bell Reeve for crying out loud. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And I just wanted to bring it up about building a scaffold. Like this is a, a would you call it a tweener book? Is that the wrong word? It's a tweener book, right? It's a, I would call it a setup book. Like it, it's setting you up for it's it's kind of just laying the foundation for what's about to happen. But we get to uh, the newest detective, man. Uh, how did you feel about this one? Oh, I thought it was really good, man. Freaking, it's it's again, it's kind of another setup book, but you're kind of you're definitely throwing some more fuel on the fire. You know, we see uh, this whole little unveiling with uh dr ware who's going to be like apparently one of the head psychiatrists or psychologist and he's unveiling the thought you know the thought process of what they're trying to do they're trying to to cure these you know super criminals you know and we see that mayor nakano and his wife are there and you know his wife's ready to go because the babysitter's only there till three and he's just and he's just kind of waves him off like you know we'll, we'll leave in a few minutes I gotta I want to see the rest of this, and then we see Doctor Ware unveiling um, a quote unquote cured specimen, a cured person, in uh, the person that was known. Uh, his real name is uh, Roy Dowd, but he was Nero nineteen, who a few just a few issues ago had broken into the mayor's office and tried to assassinate the mayor. That was a solid three issues. That was gnarly. Yeah. 
and then freaking we we see him he's you know he comes in there cuffed and then they uncuff him just to show that you know this program is working and like we don't you know we we really don't have a set amount of time between you know when you know they started working on Rory and freaking when uh you know where they're at now with Roy, or, or even when, but, or, or even when uh, Arkham Tower was completed, because like last time, like they were still finishing the building, and we still don't know. Uh, you're exactly right. The time frame, like, have they gotten that giant ass fucking flying saucer out of the fucking Gotham Harbor yet? Uh, and yeah, and they're debuting this guy, which makes no fucking sense to me. This is a huge hole for me, and this I, I, I I'm gonna chalk this up to me just being pissed that Tinian's not there anymore. But the 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 plot hole I see here is like, okay, we're we're, we're showing Nero nineteen, and we're gonna take the cuffs off him, and he's gonna be like, "How do you feel? I feel good. Yay! He's cured. There was no demonstration. It's not like they gave him like a, like a like there wasn't a table of fucking like bazookas and knives he could kill everyone with and show restraint. There was nothing like he's like, oh yeah, I'm cured. Yeah, I'm good. Everything's good." Yeah. We're we're totally cured me guys. Like everything's alright. And uh but like it's that's not the point really. Um it's just McConnell like what the fuck? Like he flat out says it. Um yeah. I mean this this is a guy that tried to blow you know, tried to kill him mere, you know, days, weeks, months ago. You know, year at the most. And now just because this guy who we just met this issue is saying, "Oh, he's cured. It's fine." You know, we're just we're just gonna believe him at his word. Yeah, it, it, it would it would make me think about like if like a good friend of ours was like, "Hey, oh, I want you to meet a guy, and he's got a lot to offer us." And uh, we we go into a room, and it's uh, the dude from uh, a fed or two ago we worked for, and uh, we're supposed to be okay with it. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it could I mean, it could, it could be any any number of people in theory, but yeah, just yeah. freaking. We're, we're supposed to. Be okay. Yeah, we're, we're supposed to. You know, oh, he's cool with me. Well, doesn't mean you know. Shit. You don't know. Shit. Stream. Everybody's people got their skeletons anyway. Let alone a guy that you know tried. To, there's a difference between a guy that's just a you know a shithead and a guy that freaking tried to murder you a year ago at the most. Especially when it comes to like the the whole team concept, like. Nakano mm-hmm. is still he's still on the on the edge when it comes to the bat family, but if if something like that happened with us, uh you would look back expecting me to be locking a deadbolt. <laughs> yeah. Locking a deadbolt. And I'd look back at you, yeah. They're like Well, this is happening. <laughs> yeah. Well this is a this is a bad idea, but let's, let's do it anyway. Yeah, well, let's do it anyway. But like it, like where we're supposed to just accept this like oh he's cured and I'm, I'm looking at this guy and I'm, I'm getting more and more pissed off that more and more people are watching new era blockbuster and ripping off Dr. Silver another evil psychiatrist because that, 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 that's happening and uh, I, I'm thinking this guy's evil as shit like of course he's he, he uh, there, there's a the, the tool song Anima the title track off of the the uh, Anima is um, about you know the destruction of LA but like he says specifically fuck smiley glad hands and their hidden agendas 
And mm-hmm. and this guy is a smiley glad hand with a hidden agenda to me. Like he's like Oh yeah. Yeah. No, this is a guy that just wants to be proven right and you know, pat me on the back. You know, at the end of the day, freaking, you know, he's got his, he wants you to believe it for his own reasons. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, maybe we'll find out those reasons. Maybe we won't. Hmm. Everything's okay. And we get to our favorite, my favorite reporter here, meeting with uh, Batwoman, and which really confused me. Another thing that confused, I'm not shitting on it, but it confused me that she's meeting with straight up fucking Batwoman and knows it's mm-hmm. Batwoman. Now, uh, yeah. if you don't mind flipping to that page where they're meeting at the diner, mm-hmm. uh, take a little gander there at the pile of bacon compared to the one egg. <laughs> I hadn't picked up on that, but that's funny. <laughs> that's uh, that's fucking uh, great, Scots man. Like that, that that's that's yeah. great, that's great, Scots man. Like uh, the only thing not pictured is the shitty ass fucking waitress we get hooked up with every time. Uh, we're there. Uh, well, you can you can even you can even say it. The fact that she's freaking the beer's almost empty and nobody's coming to refill it. No, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And I hope I've taught you one thing. And and when we show up at late diners, I've done it a bunch of times. I know you just took a look at the menu, but the second that waitress came, let me get your drinks. No, we're ready to order. <laughs> yeah. We're, no, you're not wrong. we're ready to order. You go away and you get us our drinks and get it and put our food in. Uh, we understand. <laughs> Which, by yep. the way, that Denny's we went to with uh, uh, old Jeffski last time that was that was a, that was a hoot. We had a fun time there. <laughs> it was it was a good time. Uh, good way to end the evening. Who is this purple haired chick? Uh, that I don't know. Freaking! They didn't. Uh, her name's Anna. We know that much, but other than that, I'm unfamiliar with her completely. Like I don't. I, but if I had to take a guess, if I had to take a guess, I wanted to take a guess because I feel like this character is completely underutilized. I hope it's Joker's daughter. Oh, that's wonderful. You know what is? I don't. I don't know if it is or not, but I would. I would love for it to be Joker's daughter because I don't. I don't feel like she gets nearly enough play. Now, if this is actually Joker's daughter, the one thing we can count on is that Mister Ed over at Ed's Comic Books and Cards, over by the old abandoned com- uh, Kmart store, is that Ed has this son of a bitch waiting for us, even if we didn't bought it yet because he knew we'd want it. Yep. Ah, good old Ed. Yep. Always hits it up. But yeah, no, we go from day seven to day 24, and freaking literally a little more than three weeks later from that initial meeting, uh, that press conference Nakano was at with Dr. Ware, we see the cops surrounding the building because it's already been taken over. Oh, dude, I laughed my ass off this last, this, this last bit of the book. Like, like, like that fuck I, I imagine it would be day two but like they, they spaced out a little bit but like the fact that shit went wrong that fucking fast and this woman is fucking annihilating people this this reminded me of Zaz in uh, in Nightfall like she's just mm-hmm. she's just murdering people she don't give a shit and then we yep. Nakana was losing his goddamn mind uh, and uh, we've got Oracle on the horn on the secret bat phone Nightwing 
Nightwing. I'm like, uh, I'm thinking to myself, this motherfucker just didn't just fucking do what fucking Tinian did to us when Nightwing got that bullet in the head. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, nobody, nobody, nobody wants Rick Grayson back. Ugh. Uh. I, I read the, I read every issue of that, and I still, I was just like, I, just hoping, hoping and praying that Nightwing comes back. The, the one complaint I have about this is that my 90s tendencies uh, are betraying me because she's got that gnarly-ass, like, three scars across her face. Why doesn't she have half her hair covering it up like fucking that one blonde chick on uh, Captain Planet and the Planeteers? Yeah. I want that. <laughs> Maybe she wants the world to see. I but yeah, I know we uh, we see this, you know, and Nakano's over here like, where's you? Where's Doctor? Where? As this, you know, this woman, the same woman, is just going through, looking for, possibly for somebody, possibly for everybody, you know. And they're over here talking about, you know, we have demands, and you have one minute to fulfill them. And the cops, of course, are like, you, we can't do that. Yeah. And we'll, and they're like, well, figure it out. And then we get the no, we got bat we got Batwoman showing up on the scene. And then next page we flip out, you know, we're over here, where's Doctor Ware? And then they're just like, We're gonna show you the price of failure as they lob his ass out the window and freaking just throw him out multiple stories. We're looking at least probably the twelfth story, if not more. No, this is probably like like one hundred stories. This is a huge skyscraper. Like this is a wonderful splash scene. This guy's probably already halfway dead. <laughs> He's taking his fucking uh swan dive out of the fucking window, man. The glorious splash page. And this is the price of your failure and here's your fucking receipt. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I know. I see that freaking Batwoman's going up to going up to try to stop this because you know we're trying to get all Batman family on deck, and that same woman is just like that'll be all the time we have today, and people behind her are just like where are you going, and she's all she says is we need something to negotiate with that has value. Now, in particular, in this scene here, she's holding Mister Ware's finger. Mm-hmm. For some reason, that has value to her. Like in, like I love it. Like it, 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 yeah. And not only is it a finger, it's his ring finger. It's his ring finger. So that could mean something. I mean, I'm, I'm obviously assuming it's something personal for obvious reasons. Yeah, we see. Uh, we got Batwoman and Batgirl. We got Cassandra Kane over here. I always got to love some Cassandra Kane. 100%. I don't know about you, but I was holding my breath until fucking Nightwing chimed in. <laughs> yeah, we, we knew we knew something was going on. And once you said that line about, you know, we need something of value, you're like, ah, oh, crap, they got Nightwing. You know, and then we find out Nightwing finally responds. And he's on the, uh, the ninth floor. And he's trying to ask if anyone was hurt. And Oracle's asking if she if she, he's heard from Huntress. You know, is she is she alive? Is she hurt? And we don't really know where she's at. And then we turn the page and we find out that she is uh I, I believe I believe that's Huntress on top of an elevator bleeding out. 
Yeah, that's uh, that's either a throat wound or she's vomiting blood, but whatever it is, it's bad. Yeah. That's a lot of blood on but, the floor. But we don't we don't see her face. We don't know if that's actually Huntress or not, and so it's definitely left to assume it is, but perhaps it's not. Maybe not. Uh, the things that come to mind immediately is we've already set they've already set it up that Batman's gone. He's in he's in Europe investigating Batman Incorporated supposed like you know murder, massacre of the abyss, massacre of the abyss, and he's dealing with Lex Luthor. Can you and and. They they even set it up like you know, he he's doing his like you know I gotta go brood and leave the country or whatever. Can you imagine your vacation from Gotham is to go to Europe and solve a massive conspiracy and and deal with Lex Luthor? That's your fucking he he doesn't even have any money. <laughs> he, he didn't have any. Well, he's money. got money. He just he just have what he had. He didn't have what he had, but even then, man, he like he probably got a, maybe got a loan from Dick. Oh, of course. He stole Dick's credit card. That that would be actually one of the funniest things they could put in a Nightwing. Like, hey, where'd my credit card go? Like, get a phone call. Like, hey, are you in Europe right now? Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Why do you ask? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I, I bought a bunch of weird random metals and guns and... Not that bad one by guns. That's stupid, but... No, it's, uh... I think the, the best part here... What did you think about this B story here? That was all right. Like I didn't, you know, when they talk about House of Wayne Part One, it, it was it was interesting because you got freaking, you got this guy coming in and freaking, you know, he's just telling his wife they've got to hide, they got to get the hell out of Dodge. Next thing you know, somebody's knocking on the door, and freaking it's the Joker, and the dad grabs the kid as Joker's, you know, tearing off their freaking front door with an axe. And throws him in the closet and tells him to shut up. You know, and next thing you know, they're trying to, you're trying to reason with the Joker, him and his wife. And you know, she's like, "There's got to be something we can do, something we can do to make this right." And Joker's just like, "You can't make this right. He bothered me." And because he bothered him, next thing you know, he kills both his kids' parents. Well, he's watching. And then he notices. Yeah, while he's watching from the closet, and he Joker notices the dinosaurs on the toy dinosaurs on the floor, and is like, "Oh, we've got to have a tiny dinosaur aficionado here," and he's like, "Let's come, you know, come on out, so we can I can ask you some, I can ask you some questions," (laughs) and the next thing you know, Batman burst in through the window as the Joker leaves, and this kid pulls out a gun and puts it to Batman's head. And Batman just like put it down. I think you this know, and then he. Ended. I think this was the meat and potatoes of this issue, man. Like this, this goes back to what you and I have been preaching since we, you you joined the show, is that there's no such thing as a glorious number one within detective comic books. Like mm-hmm. they're set. Who is this kid? Number number one. This was terrifying. Like Joker didn't show up with a gun. Uh, like. The, the guy did have a gun, but gave it, and then opted to give the gun to the kid, knowing he might die. He, Joker knocks on the door. They let him in. He comes in with an axe. There's two of them. There's mm-hmm. two of them. 
And they still let it happen. He's that terrifying. And and uh, he, he, when he's, let me ask you something, and, you know, uh, he opens the window, practically begging Batman to come in. And, and then within seconds, Batman's there. Joker's gone. Batman, like, is like, where's Joker? Where the hell did he go? Like, like adding more uh, uh, the, the gravitas to, to what Joker is. I mean, this, it, how early is this? Is it like, uh, th- don't the cops hint, like, isn't it the, that new guy or something like that or something? Um, yeah, I don't know. That, that, the, the guy's mustache, I definitely feel like it's early, you know, mid to late 80s at the most. Well, not, not even that. I mean, I'm thinking like, 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 I'm, like, think about more like year one, year two. Like, I'm thinking this is more like year mm-hmm. one, year two type thing. Like, where Batman's, yeah. like, like, the Joker got away that easy. He just axed these people to death. This kid's looking at all his fucking uh, parents murdered that didn't Blood even and gore, yeah. barely lift a hand to stop an axe. Grab the fucking hilt. <laughs> like, you, you yeah. dive into him like, like let's we've got a kid to save like what the, their savior was that we're gonna die and that the kid's gonna be scared enough to pull the trigger and maybe get lucky and put a bullet in the joker's head but we're already dead like this is a this is really weird and it was terrifying to me and I like I love it like and, and bring it back uh, to what I was saying is I this kid has got a story coming oh yeah no definitely so we, you know you know, freaking Gordon's there with him. We got a young Gordon. Young ass. Like I said, year one, year two probably isn't too far off. But nobody wants the kid. Like nobody wants to take him. Nobody wants to take him at all. And and, and uh, one of the things that popped in my head while I'm reading this, and when he's on the phone, my house. Um, yeah, you know, I, I I know that Gordon wouldn't hesitate to bring a kid into his house to protect him or give him a safe haven. But what popped in my head was that uh, that Barbara, or his wife's his wife's name is Barbara, right? Babs is Babs Junior, right? I think so. Yeah, um, that he's thinking like I'm gonna show up with a kid at my house. That, that for some reason that popped in my head. For some reason it yeah. just seemed early, and um, I'm, I'm loving the and, and then they take him to fucking Markham. Like yeah, we'll take care of you, you here, kid. Like. Let's maybe maybe there's a stray out of uh, out of Arkham that survived A Day that was just raised and kept there because when you uh, it, it's like uh, did you ever read One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? Ah, uh, yeah, years ago, obviously. Uh, well, uh, the main character uh, fakes being crazy to get moved to the insane asylum because he thought that would be easier to get out of. And mm-hmm. it was the opposite effect here. Maybe that's what they're going for. Like the kid goes into Arkham, you know, safe haven, and they have to keep him there. And they just and he goes nuts. Uh, like maybe he's a bad guy. Maybe he's a good guy. Like uh, I don't know. But I'm I'm loving the scout. The bring it back to what we're saying. Bringing the scout thing going on here. Um, the last Robin. Uh, just to mm-hmm. bring it up briefly. It's uh, uh, issue nine. Uh, yeah, he. You know, they destroy the demon, uh, the, what is it, the, um, Lazarus Pit demon, and he gets transported in time, uh, by his evil-ass grandma, and I'm wondering how they're gonna be able to keep this action up, because I gotta tell you, man, like, reading Robin was like, what, I mean, obviously, it was set up like Mortal Kombat, but it was like watching Mortal Kombat, like, you, you saw, you saw the original movie, right? 
Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, everybody did. What a hard sell! Like, like okay, this movie's going to be very little story and a lot of fighting, and mm-hmm. you know, I, I, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. But th- this movie was all like that, and this book was all like that, and but we're developing characters slowly but steadily, and I'm I'm wondering where the meat and potatoes is. Like, okay, like how like what's Robin going to do? And then he gets transported back in time and meets uh, Rachel Ghoul. Uh, on his way, uh, you know, to be a medical doctor and like, you know, bump up nowhere in the the Middle East, and it's it's young Rachel. I, I like the way they pictured him. Like, it, it makes me think like he's like pre Lazarus Pit. And what popped in my head, scaffolding wise, is like, okay, so his dad, you know, your your dad you know, imprints on you, like you know, like you you as Tony Morales. Have imprinted mm-hmm. like it's DNA wise. Like your your son is probably going to be one of the best pro wrestlers of all time, and um, it's just in his blood. But Batman went, you know, he traveled the world, learning all different forms of martial arts. Um, how how can we make that even crazier to make the the son of Batman even stronger than than the father? Throw his ass back in time and make him fight his way back and learn things, not just regular, like, okay, let me just steal a credit card and get a plane, you know, back to Gotham. This is even better. And I, it's what Damien deserves. It's good and bad. Um, yeah. But it's building a, an amazing scaffolding. Like, um, Dick didn't have to go through that. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. No, no, he didn't. But like the, the scout, uh, I, I really hope that the, they're going to send him through time. And I, even though I, I, I usually pretty iffy about like time travel books, but like the more he learns, I, I don't even care if he comes back as a fully grown adult. <laughs> like that just means an, uh, another kick-ass McFarlane action figure I get to buy, and and, and put him next to the Bat Family I got on my uh, on my shelves in my office. But um. What better way to make him better? Yeah. Especially how fucking evil this kid is. I think they give him another sword. He needs his sword back. <laughs> yeah. But no, I got a, I got a, I got a thought process on this particular redheaded child over here. Oh, let's hear it, man. I love it. Let's hear it. So, early days, freaking new. Like I said, year one, year two. Freaking, we had that whole thing last year with that redheaded guy that nobody knew who it was. What if we found out that this this guy's dad was a cop, a cop on the take, and the Joker got rid of him? But we found out that that redheaded kid who ended up in Arkham turned out to be Sean Mahoney, Peacekeeper 01. We never saw how Sean's dad died. We saw him kill the guy... Uh, when he was covering shit up and uh, Mahoney Jr. was in the back seat and Pops mm-hmm. told him to shut the fuck up. Yeah. That's glorious. I I, I, I love it. Like, what a great idea because, like, we, we talked about it when they did the, uh, what was it, the Secret Files uh, on Peacekeeper Wars 01 about, yep. about building up sympathy for him about what he's been through. Um, mm-hmm. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> Great idea. Gnarly yeah, I, I think they could definitely end up, you know, freaking, what if freaking, that's where, you know, that's where his freaking rage came from. 
was the fact that you know yeah he was a cop and his you know we we know his, his dad was on the take. But what if freaking he watched his parents both get murdered by the Joker? It's I mean it's you know it's the same thing that started off Clown Hunter. Yeah. You know I mean freaking Joker's been such an integral part of so many members of the Bat family at one point or another. You know freaking Batgirl, Barbara Gordon, freaking Jim Gordon, uh, freaking Red Hood, obviously. Of course. Plus it adds... Harley Quinn. Harley, yep. You know, freaking... Why wouldn't he play a part in freaking... Uh, in Peacekeeper 01's freaking formative years? It, it, it definitely makes me feel like a pussy for living in Colorado Springs because we don't live in Gotham. And, and it, it opens up the... Why would we live in Gotham? Dude, I would... Seems like a horrible place. It seems like a horrible place, but I guarantee you... Why don't more people move out of Gotham? I guarantee you I could sell you, or someone could sell us, like... If we set up an indie fed in Gotham... We'd have Dude, I got, I got a wife, I got, I got a wife and kid. Freaking out. <laughs> Gotham is the last place I'm going. Nah, if we set up an indie fed, we don't have to live there. But if we set up an indie fed in Gotham, I guarantee you we'd have that fucking place. Three thousand people in the fucking stands, man. But uh, uh, until they get Joker gassed, <laughs> that's okay because we would anticipate that we'd have our Joker gas masks. We've seen part one; it's fine. Um, but um, <laughs> oh no, no, no. I'm just joking, there, man. There would be a new strain, <laughs> or it would be fear toxin, or the penguin and his goons would show up, or Killer Croc would end up wanting to be our champion. But it'd be a hell of a show, it brother. It could be a <laughs> be, my, my, the last show you see, or next, shit, or next right? thing you... Or next thing you know, freaking Tony Zucko is trying to get, get us or freaking... Um, freaking trying to get me uh, extortion us out of some money or Mad Hatters trying to freaking put cards in our heads so we're all mind controlled. Why I, I see or Black Mask wants us cut. You you basically, or Zaz wants to cut us. You basically you anything. And I agree. And I agree. But you basically just wrote the coolest fucking wrestling fed story for an entire year in. 45 seconds. <laughs> we just got to make sure we don't what die. I do. We just don't, we just got to make sure we don't die. It is what you fucking do. It is what you we're fucking gonna, do. We're going to, we're going to be missing limbs probably, but at least we didn't die. At least we didn't Jesus die. Christ. And we put some asses in the seats. Why can't we just go to Metropolis? It's so much nicer there. No, it's not. It's the Metropolis is fucking New York compared to fucking Jersey. I'd rather live in Jersey and get a lump in my breast than fucking like people say hi to me on the street and they smile at me. Fuck that shit. <laughs> uh, the look that uh, Mr. Trevor Morales is giving. We, right we now, live in two different worlds. Yeah, I know. We live 20 minutes apart, but we live in two different worlds. Yeah, I don't have a wife and kids, I get it. Uh, but regardless, what my actual point was is that it, it gives an opportunity to add Gotham as a main character. You live in Gotham. This is something that is a danger. Like, your dad might have fucked up and owed the wrong person money, and the Joker just knocked on your door and butchered your fucking family. And then opened the blinds to entice Batman to show up, it fucking disappears like a fart in the fucking wind. <laughs> like, um, the cops were already up the stairs. Like, <laughs> like, 
It, it like it, it it just goes. Uh, my whole point, just, other than making a joke and trying to make you laugh, was just the fact that making Gotham a main character, just the way you make Huntress or Dick in in Batwoman a character, is absolutely essential to a good Gotham Batman story. No, I can agree with that. Freaking, you know, you can't just you can't just put Batman anywhere and have the same results. Like it just is what it is. Agreed. Uh, I want to talk about I want to talk about Spawn, uh, King Spawn specifically. Number where are we at? I'm looking at my five. Watch. Number five. Thank you. Um, no, no, what was five? Splendid. McFarlane is doing this. A uh, couple months ago, when I told you that they were introducing, it was more like nine months ago, introducing all these new Spawn books, Gunslinger, uh, The Scorch. Uh, King Spawn. I was worried that it was gonna like ebb and flow in a shitty way because Spawn is never the past since uh, the destruction of Maman and the Jim Downing story. It hasn't been very consistent, and they they've been bringing back people in a way that didn't piss me off. Like, cause you know when like you're 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 watching like. Uh, whatever fed you're, you're really into and all of a sudden like the Dudley boys show up and you pop for a minute and realize like wait a minute they just tricked me into thinking the show was good and distracted me with the Dudley boys you remember the Dudley boys came back uh, out of nowhere and fucked up the new day yeah um yeah great Dudley boys are back but then like eh, they, in hindsight they were distracting me from the fact that the story sucked and um they're bringing people back in a very significant way. Uh, some key players that I never like because Jason Wynn died in like the early 100s of uh, of Spawn, and and Jason Wynn is uh, put in perspective. Um, Al Simmons, uh, covert operative for the United States government. Uh, there's a bunch of different mythologies they said which which. CAA or whatever he was working for, you know, betrayed him, killed him. He was a killer, went straight to hell, made the deal with the devil to see his wife. Comes back five years later, everything's fucked. Uh, turns out that his uh, employer, Jason Wynn, was actually behind it all. He pulled the trigger, and then we learned more and more that it was like destined that this was going to happen. Okay, that's fine, whatever. It was Jason Wynn was one of the evilest characters in all of. Uh, of Spawn, like, even though he was human, like, even more evil than the, the Violator, I mean, he, he's pretty bad, and they brought him back, I mean, they brought back Billy Kincaid, the, the, the pedophile ice cream man, and they've introduced, in the, in the latest uh, issue of Spawn, they revealed who, because the toy actually came, preceded the reveal of uh, who this guy is. It actually came out uh, today, and let me pull this up real quick, just to say his name out loud. From a, we're seeing um, the toy is a, like a, a black, like gothic version of uh, the Redeemer, the the dude with the wings, the like the yeah. the, the the heaven spawn, uh, originally known as the anti spawn. Um, well, the toy was Dark Redeemer. And in one case, it was like a black version of this guy. Like, it's basically the same fucking thing with a different fucking paint job. And they introduce this guy. He's going through time, and he is 
kidnapping spawns throughout time, and it, it's ridiculous, man. I, like, I'm really, I gotta applaud McFarlane for taking these sort of chances, because the, 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 the template, like, they, they reintroduced Haunt, which was uh, a character, a side character, uh, that, uh, uh, was it Napoleon? No, I think it was Otley. Otley did this. Ryan Otley was, uh, drawing Haunt. It was, like, out of the pages of Spawn. Spawn shows up to, to murder some people and get some answers, uh, and Haunt's there. He pieces out. And then we see that this, uh, dark fucking redeemer has been kidnapping spawns throughout time and imprisoning them in some angelic, uh, zoo. And I'm staring at a, uh, a pirate spawn, uh, a detective spawn in a fucking trench coat and a fucking fedora, like, and, and a ninja spawn. Let me see if I can get it. Like, see trench coat spawn? <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. And, uh, oh, you know what? Todd Todd never lets me down, so uh, let's have some fun. Um, but, hey, building scaffolding, man. Um, take the reins on uh, Task Force Z. I actually don't have it on me. All right, I'll do it. Because, actually, there's not too much to talk about Task Force Z on that one. It was the big reveal, number three, was that, uh, was it Adrian? Or, uh, two things happen here. Did you notice, uh, Red Hood got the injection? Yep. Throwing all the pills on Bane on this failed, like, like I feel like all their missions are doomed to fail. Oh no, they're they're screwed. <laughs> they, they, they're they're definitely screwed. They're they're, they're uh, like he had the forethought to open up all the what's the uh, what are those pills called the uh, uh, Lazarus resin Lazarus resin pills. He's like opening it like he's supposed to take it, but dumps it on Bane. Bane wakes up. He's more alive than ever. And we we get that. The little conversation there, like, yeah, you're pissed at me because what I did. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you killed Alfred, and um, oh, those weren't for me. You know, like, uh, what's this chick's name? It doesn't really matter. I didn't fucking care about her. You know, oh, those weren't for me. Bane like just fucking breaks her in half. That was like the 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 fist coming up was glorious. But uh, the big reveal is that let's see, what's his name again? Amelia. What's his name? Jason's gone. Find him. Oh, Crispin. The the mysterious dark head of uh, Task Force Z is named Crispin, which I think is just one of the writers that really fucking enjoys Crispin Glover. Uh, are you familiar with Crispin Glover? Back to the Future, George McFly? Yep. Yeah, he plays, he's always a creepy son of a bitch in literally everything he's done other than Back to the Future. Yeah. I don't know. I really like the uh, the, the the interplay between Deadshot and Jason Todd myself. Oh, I thought it was tight. And talking about him coming back and the fact that like Jason knows kind of what the score is. Like, you know, in theory, they're gonna give you enough uh, resin to make you human again to bring you back to life. And Deadshot's just like, yeah, but what if you really don't care? Yeah. Like I've like I've been doing this for 
well, I mean, in our time, decades at this point, like, freaking, I've always had somebody control me. What if I don't mind, like, don't mind the thought of dying? Because that was always kind of Deadshot's thing, was that he had a, uh, he kind of had a death wish. Oh, 100%. Yeah, he didn't, you know, if he died, like, the, the one thing keeping him from just dying was freaking his daughter. Like that was that was always a core aspect of his character, and friggin', you know, at this point, maybe he thinks his daughter's okay, and he just doesn't, you know, he doesn't care. So maybe he went back to that that thought of, you know, whatever, or maybe he's just playing big. Because friggin', at the end of the day, friggin', he's dead shot. He's still, you know, he, he's you know, one of the top assassins in all the DC universe. He's definitely not selling it. Yeah. Like what you know? For me, if he doesn't get it, he just goes back to the ground. Cool. I mean, of course, they can just bring him back, and maybe that's what he's kind of playing on. My problem but was. Like, oh, sorry. Go ahead, brother. There you go. Yep. My problem was they made him look too much like a fucked up Death Lock from Marvel. Oh, I can totally see that. Like he's he's definitely been decomposing for a while. Yeah, and and and. Bring it back, like, okay, Crispin, okay, like, uh, I get the reference, but, uh, I pop like a motherfucker. I didn't see this coming. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we get the big reveal at the end of the issue. But before that, real quick, you know, we also get the, uh, get him and, uh, get Jason Todd and Sundowner in her human form. Oh, that was sneak, Sneaking out of the compound to get a slice of vodka pizza. And like you tell, they've definitely got this whole little. They're kind of you know you think they're building up this little romance between the two, where oh my god, you know I can save the girl and get her out of here and all this nonsense. But then you turn around later on once they get back in, and we find out the Sundowner is working for this whole organization. You know she's just trying. You know she is there purely and utterly to keep Jason happy. To keep him wanting to do the job. Because as long as he wants to get her out of there, he's going to stick around so he can get her out of there. You know, and whether freaking, you know, this ends up being legit and that's what she's here for, or freaking they build it up to where down the road she ends up having feelings for him. Freaking, we're about to, we're about to see what happens between, uh, Good old Jason and the uh, and the Sundowner. He deserves happiness. Mm-hmm. He deserves happiness. A uh, couple thoughts that pop up randomly. Nah, screw, screw him. He tried to freaking. He tried to take Babs from Dick. Oh wait, I did not know that. Yeah, fuck that guy. That's, Never that's mind. Three, that's that's Never three mind. jokers. That's three jokers. Screw him. Yeah, I, J- I, Jason Todd gets nothing from me. I forgot about that. I for I, <laughs> I forgot about that. like. Uh, uh, Honestly, I'm I'm confused if I remember if I like Three Jokers or not because you hate that shit so much. I hate, I hate Three Jokers. <laughs> uh, I like no, the, whole, the whole thing is dumb. Yeah, just freaking like, like you know. Oh my god, we got three Jokers, blah blah blah. But then the issue we have one Joker. I get it. So get so it doesn't it it doesn't matter to continuity. Nothing from there has ever been mentioned again. Yeah. Freaking nothing. Nothing changed. You know, unless freaking we find out down the road 20 years from now that Joker's freaking kid comes back and wants a relationship with his dad, we're, we're going to get nothing out of this no. worth anything. 
No, and I agree on that point. A whole lot of build up for nothing. I agree on that point. Um, yeah, don't you fucking break up Dick and Babs, man. Like that's the, um, that's like my one one true hope in comic books and true love. <laughs> like like I, I love it. It's, it's 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 probably my favorite love story. Um, couple things. Number one, uh, vodka pizza. Uh, vodka is involving cooking your tomato sauce with vodka. There's pasta dishes mm-hmm. you can get. It's delicious shit. Uh, absolutely, if you can find some place that does Oh, my, dude, my wife's got a vodka pasta dish that's amazing. Uh, I will be there the next time it happens. Um, nice. Uh, well, you guys, uh, I can cook it over here, man. Like, I got my own place now. You guys come over. Uh, we can, uh, I'm, like, I'm already planning uh, having a little shindig for the next uh, AEW uh, uh, pay-per-view. But even, uh, so there's there's the vodka pizza, number two. The best dates in the world are when you are the, the coolest chick ever that is, like, just wants to talk and have a slice and a brew. And, like, it's, it's not some fucking, you know, charade where you show flowers and you're dressed. No, no, no he's, he's, it, it was a good date, regardless if it was, if it was a uh, charade when it comes to whether or not she likes um, fucking Jason Todd or not. But, um, yeah. the reveal, uh, like, okay, I popped. Okay, it's Two-Face. Uh, I popped for the the splash the splash pages on this man bat looks like a bad motherfucker <laughs> as, really? as task force D deploy and like like just like it's like a nuclear bomb going off and they still fucking fail <laughs> like yeah. that, that, that was hilarious to me they still fucking fail uh, yeah there's the 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 two face reveal as uh, old Crispin but what what really I popped, and then my rational side of my brain goes, he's evil, but he's no Amanda Waller. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. It, like, I, I don't think Two-Face, as a as a god, you know, from uh, fucking Apocalypse or anything like that, uh, would uh, <laughs> compare to how evil fucking Amanda Waller is or, or good. Oh, or, yeah, I know. Yeah. And I was solid, man. Freaking, it was cool. Like, I'm a huge, uh, huge Two Face fan. So it's definitely awesome to have freaking have him doing a little bit more in the comics. No, love it, love it. Can't wait for it. This is these are key issues, and uh, like we said earlier, uh, if you guys are just doing the show because we've got a lot of new followers here, is the fact that. Don't count on issue one to be your end all be all. You gotta find what you like and stick with it and stick to your guns and you'll you will be rewarded, especially within the pages of the detective and uh, uh, side stories from Batman. What you got next, man? Yeah. Uh, let's see what I got. We got uh, I got Suicide Squad number eleven here. Oh please. Yeah, we got uh, we got ambush bugs starting out with uh, kind of giving us a little bit of a backstory on the issues and whatnot. But uh, you know, I'm not gonna lie, man, ambush bugs kind of growing on me. I kind of kind of starting to enjoy this whole fourth wall breaking or fifth wall. You know, like the they're they're trying to make Deadpool plus. Well, that's the thing, dude. He was doing it way way before Deadpool. Deadpool was freaking. Deadpool's is probably the most famous guy for it. Like. First person you think of, but Ambush Bug was doing it first. She Hulk was doing it first. 
like freaking Deadpool. Deadpool just kind of, you know, he, he's kind of the big guy on it, but nothing huge. Right. You know, but we start out talking about a good old Bloodsport, kind of wondering where he's been lately. You know, we find out that uh, Bloodsport doesn't actually have the uh, the brain bomb in him. But, you know, Waller being Waller's got to have something on each and every member of the squad. Before we carry on, uh, uh, on page two, when we see him at the spinner rack, check out that epic fucking camel toe Amanda Waller's got. <laughs> There's extra shadowing there. Why did they do that? Goddamn tracers. Ah, uh, you're the artist, man. That's all. That's all on you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, now we uh, we know that um, Blood Sports been kind of doing his own missions, especially for Waller, freaking trying to uh, recruit certain members. And each and every time, he ends up stopping at a different uh, planet, different part of the multiverse. Freaking, he always ends up stopping to find his brother, make sure he's okay. But yeah, we end up coming to, uh, we got a confrontation here between uh, Bloodsport and Peacemaker, where Peacemaker kind of calls him out. I'm not okay with how they have been shrinking Peacemaker's uh, headpiece there. Like, they're, they're, like throughout things that, that we've been watching, they, they're trying to make it cooler and cooler. It needs to be big and gaudy. Like, they, they try to make it as cool as they could here. Look how little it is. It's a good size. Yeah, well, even then, man, like, it, it's contorted. Like, as an artist, the first thing that pops in my head is the fact that, like, when you buy, and by the way, it still hasn't come in yet, your Suicide Squad uh, set, uh, which McFarlane was saying will come out in January, uh, when it was said it was supposed to come out in November, uh, and then December, um, when you, it, you can remove the helmet, but when you take the helmet off, his from here up is shrunk in to contort to like that. That's how small the helmet is. Like unless this helmet is maybe like uh, like not barely a quarter of an inch like fucking thick. There's no way to fit in this guy head. They're, they're trying to make it look cool. No, it's supposed to look gaudy and awful. I like the fact that it glistens. Oh, there's a lot of glisten there. It's a shiny ass ball in it. Yeah. But yeah, no, Peacemaker ends up calling out Bloodsport on the fact that he doesn't have a bomb in his head. And if he doesn't have a bomb in his head, why is he still working for Waller? Does she pay him more? Does he get extra attention? Does he get extra juice box? We don't know. But yeah, no, we basically come to the fact that uh, Waller's basically on the run from somebody. But uh, the squad doesn't know who it is. But, you know, we, the reader, definitely know who it is because Rick Flagg is a Rick Flagg escaped from Bell Reeve a few issues ago. Yes, sir. And he, he's recruited his own Suicide League, maybe? <laughs> uh, uh, suicide Squad West Coast. Oh, nobody likes Suicide Squad West Coast. <laughs> That's like saying, like, the Great, the Great Lakes Avengers. Oh, dude, don't even make me think about that. <laughs> But yeah, now we end up uh, Bloodsport and Peacemaker end up coming to blows, and then we turn around and we see the good doctor that's been working with Waller while simultaneously working for Flag, talking with Talon, 
freaking... Nah, now her name escapes me for some reason. The doctor? No, 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 no. The, um... The hot, the hot fat chick. Yeah. I cannot remember her name for the life of me right now. It's all right. But freaking... But they're talking about it because now uh, Waller can't hear him at this location. And she's talking about how Flag and her crew is coming. Yeah, and then we turn around, we got Major Force, and we got the Earth-3 Black Canary, who is a Black Siren. Right. Yeah, and they're trying to get, they're, they're trying to talk about their next mission. And we've got Match and Nocturna, who are now, after last issue, I believe, officially an item. And Major Force is just talking about killing them both. Because, as we know from the issue where they went to hell... Waller can just bring them, bring them all back. As soon as, as soon as they're dead. So now Waller calls everybody into a meeting, and we find out that uh, Waller wants him to go to Earth Eight to find something. And as per usual, it's on a need-to-know basis, and they'll know when they find it. She's collecting things extraterrestrial left and right. Like, she's she's on the hunt, obviously. But even then, like, her reasonings and like, who is she even? Who is she even reporting to now? Because she's basically a fugitive now, right? Yeah, that's the whole thing. She doesn't. I don't think she's reporting to anybody at this point. Like, Waller just knows Flags out to get her, and Flags accrued his own group of people, and you know she's trying her desperately. To find other recruits that way she can be flagged with the punch, basically. I'm digging it, man. Yep, so, on Earth 8, uh, the Suicide Squad ends up meeting the Retaliators. And we've got uh, Red Dragon, we've got Wando Jin, Purple Rain, the Behemoth. <laughs> Purple Rain! Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We got the American Crusader. Ladybug and Machine Head. I'm assuming all these people are making their debuts. Correct me if I'm wrong in the comments. I think most of these are uh, references to, to to popular songs. To Avengers. Some form of the Avengers. Like, American yeah. Crusader really looks like a combination of Azrael? Falcon, Captain America, and Azrael. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. You know, Machine Head is obviously freaking... Ambush Bug and War Machine. 100%. Behemoth is obviously a crew-cutted Grey Hulk with a gigantic-ass head. He's giant midget Hulk. <laughs> yeah. I love it. This is a lot of fucking fun. So so all we know is that, yeah, obviously artists is having a lot of fun with this. So freaking... I mean, if you're going to debut a bunch of randos... Yeah, Might at, as well have fun while you're doing it. Look at Wanda Jen with his weak ass Bush League fucking Stormbreaker. <laughs> yeah, he's like freaking <laughs> Brother Voodoo meets freaking yeah, meets Thor. Well, at least there's two black, at least there's two black guys on the team. <laughs> yeah. So next thing you know, they are also going to battle. While at the same time, we got Peacemaker and Bloodsport still going at it. Though we find out that uh, 
the reason Bloodsport is so gung ho to work for Waller is because she has all his brothers, and it turns out that each and he has she has, I believe she placed a bomb in each and every every brother he has throughout the entire multiverse. Oh, that fucking bitch! I love her because, of course, she did. She so she's got multiple suits, but like. Speaking of scaffolding, that was, that that sets things up that she's got multiple suicide squads in multiple fucking multiverses. Yeah. In why yeah, she's definitely putting together the best, biggest and the best that she can. And Vivica Vivica A Fox is an ultimate dude. When I my guitar is like my acoustic guitar is named Octavia Spencer because in my mind she's the ultimate woman. That, Octavia Spencer's, like, I just, I fucking, she's my favorite actress, hands down. And, okay. And when I got that black beauty of, a, of an acoustic electric, I'm like, your name is Octavia Spencer. My sister's like, are you fucking serious? And I'm like, yeah. yeah that's, that's what I'm naming her. Uh, like, the whole fucking name, Octavia fucking Spencer. But we got Vivica Fox, like, when she, she took a fucking golf club to the fucking face <laughs> and walked it off. <laughs> and we walked it off. I mean, we're we're barely touching the surface of what Amanda Waller is. There was a reason I called you. Like, well, I, I think I called you like two in the morning. I just got the first pair of Amanda Waller. Like, yeah. And then like two weeks later, I got two. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, we we had to have it. For the record, though, it was Viola Davis Viola? that played Amanda Waller. Who did I say? Not Vivica Fox. You oh. said Vivica Fox. No, oh, well, I got I got my hot black chicks mixed up. <laughs> yeah, it's Viola Davis. I prefer think, Viola Davis to wasn't Vivica freaking Fox. Kill Bill. Wasn't Carrie Washington the one that played Octavia Spencer though? Uh, in what movie? In Suicide Squad? Wasn't no, that was Amanda up. Waller. Amanda Waller was Viv freaking no, in Suicide just, Squad. I just brought wasn't up. Octavia Spencer from a TV show. Octavia Spencer has been in a lot of movies. She was the uh, okay small fry in uh, Spider-Man 1 when he was signing up for the wrestling uh, against uh, Bonesaw. She was the chick in the help that uh, fed that, uh, fed, uh, what's her name from Spider-Man, that shit fucking pie. Uh, She was, um, she's been, like, I just love that woman, man. (laughs) She won an Oscar. Uh, Yeah, I did not mean to get those women. And Octavia Spencer was the chief... Wasn't that freaking? I think it was a show my wife used to watch. Not. I want to say how to get because freaking Viola Davis, I believe, is in How to Get Away with Murder. Yes, she was. She's yeah, that, a, a teacher. Correct. And freaking Octavia Spencer wasn't she? Uh, she was in something with the president. She was having an affair with the president in a TV show. Octavia Spencer, if there's a... It might be something different, but I'm freaking... I'm thinking... Because the role I'm thinking of is definitely played by Kerry Washington, but it's freaking... Octavia Spencer, I'm looking her up right now. If there's something she's been in that I haven't seen, then... Let's see, The Truth, Thunder Force... Uh, the, she was in The Witches. Oh, dude, I popped when she was in The Witches. When she was the, the grandma in The Witches. I fucking love this woman. Um... Oh, okay. That's yeah. That's a different person than I'm thinking of. Yeah, because I'm definitely thinking of Kerry Washington, but I'm thinking of freaking a different. I'm thinking 
I think I got the role wrong is what it was. Dude, we got canceled. Like, people are going to be like, oh, you can, you think all black women look the same? No, I just said the wrong goddamn name I've been drinking. <laughs> now, uh, now I got to remember what, what role I'm thinking of for Kerry Washington we're now. Su- we're supposed to get canceled before we start the show. Like, uh, minefielders... That's normally how it goes. Usually before the show starts, I tell Tony something that... Uh, it's wildly inappropriate. <laughs> I'm thinking of I'm thinking of Kerry Washington and Scandal. Yes, you are. Because she was she was Olivia Pope. Yes, you are. Is is what the name was. Mm. So that's that's my mistake. So we we both suck. God, I, I just love Octavia Spencer. Okay, small fry. You know there ain't no <laughs> Kiwi division here. Mm mm mm. Like, I, I watched the Oscars specifically because I, I, I never watched the Oscars. It's a bunch of bullshit to me. But I watched the Oscars specifically because I heard she was up for an Oscar. And when she, when, when Christian Bale announced her name, she got up and she, her knees buckled. And oh, she, nice. Okay. Her, her knees buckled and everyone, the whole fucking place erupted and I, I felt so justified like if there was an issue one of Octavia Spencer I'd have eight copies <laughs> I'd have eight copies and they'd be, be able to be autographed yes and, 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 uh, and, a, and a couple you know, graded and then one one on me at all times just in case they bump into her at any time to sign and, and uh, like she's just that is a woman that is a fucking true blue woman like you know that if you got home late and said you were, you, you were late at work, she's like, bitch, I smell that alcohol in right now. I'm to punch in the face. You wake up on the floor, jaw broken. I deserved it. I love you, baby. Like, <laughs> I... 100%. Anyway, I think we were talking about comic books, but I got distracted by this Octavia Spencer conversation. <laughs> yeah, we definitely got something. But yes, so the freaking suicide suicide squad ends up. Yep, suicide squad ends up totally beating down the retaliators, and freaking long and short of it, freaking bloodsport and bloodsport ends up beating peacemaker, but not putting a bullet in his head yet, and as a. now, Suicide Squad wins, but they're kind of still internally fighting because people didn't like Peacemaker. People hate Major Force. But as we turn around and Major Force has just melted some poor bastard's head off his shoulders, we turn around and they're attacked by the Lightning Strikes, what? who is yet another version of the Retaliators. But now we have Thing Man, we have Thrill Kill, we have Dead Red, we have Oedipus, and we have Blood Punch. All right, let's do this. All right, so Dead Red is Modoc and Hulk. <laughs> and a midget. Uh, and a midget. Thing Man. Man, Man. Thing Man is obviously Man Thing and maybe Swamp Thing. Yeah. Freaking uh, Blood Punch is basically Joker meets Deadpool. 100%. Oedipus uh, is, is Iron Fist and uh, who wields the sword in DC? <laughs> wow, his hair tells Shang-Chi. me... Shang-Chi. It's Shang-Chi. Maybe some little bit of excess in there, but Thrill Killer is Punisher. 
and one of the two I actually, see, I, actually see, I see Star Lord and freaking uh <sighs> is that a gun in her left hand or is that a sword that's a it's a gun it's a it's a freaking space gun oh yeah so I'm, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking I'm thinking Star Lord and freaking Misty Knight oh gnarly call she doesn't have enough pouches though they always need more pouches always need more pouches Yeah, Red Dead, goddamn lightning strike. Or like, it, I, I need to point out here that the lightning strikes logo when when uh, old Red Dead says it out loud is basically a bush league ripoff of the Thunderbolts font. And oh they, yeah. They they went so far as to find a bush league font ripoff of Thunderbolts to make it that more fucking. Uh, Hard hitting. This is awesome. oh yeah. This is awesome. This is nothing more than an issue that the artist had fun with. Thank you. Wonderful. That's all. That's, that's all this is. And then we freaking end up turning around, and freaking we're back. We're back with Amanda Waller, and freaking she's like, we got, we only got minutes left, and we turn the last page, and Rick Flag, Peacemaker, Bloodsport, and the rest of their crew has just hit land and they're coming to kill Waller. Oh, she ain't going down without a fight. Oh no, she she ain't going down, period. No, period, no. It's Amanda Waller. Dude, if happening. Dude, if we ever encounter a time where some fucking asshole writer thinks that it's a good idea to kill Amanda Amanda Waller. I think we need to go find him and have a little conversation with him. <laughs> like, uh, Probably amused. Let's face facts. Yeah. yeah. He'll, show up, he'll show up amused. He'll show up amused. Hey, uh, listen, man. Uh, we really want to talk to you about something. It's a really good opportunity. We got some money. Uh, let's just go take a quick break. You know, uh, the crowd's dead down. Let's go outside and talk for a minute. And then crack, crack, crack. Like we're, we're breaking, you know, bones that, you know, don't hurt, you know, won't debilitate them that much. So, like, you can do that some Oh, no, 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 sir. No, sir. No, sir. Uh, she, she'll be just fine. Yeah, that's what we thought. Amanda Waller actually traveled out of the comic book pages, infested our dreams, recruited us in a suicide squad. I'm pretty fucking sure there's a bomb on my head that if I don't break you in half with Mr. Tony Morales here and stop you from killing Amanda Waller, then, you know, there's going to be some consequences because I can totally see Amanda Waller transcending the pages of time and space and getting into our heads to stop a writer from killing her off. And that's not too far. I just don't want to end up like poor Slipknot. Oh, well, we're not going to like Slipknot. Obviously, Amanda Waller. I don't want to end up like Slipknot. I don't want to end up like Savant. Now, I don't want to end up like Boomerang, make it through the first movie only to die in the second. <sighs> that, that one hurt. I was, oh. I was saying. Oh, dude, I was pretty pissed off they killed off Boomerang. Especially after we popped because, you know, fucking Harley was like, hey, Boomerang! <laughs> She called yeah. him, she, she, didn't she call him up by name? I don't remember. I think she might have just called him Boomer. Ah, regardless. I think she always called him in the comic books. Regardless, we got some fucking canon on that shit. Like, uh, they're, they're continuing shit. Now. I just uh, I don't want that. The 13th. That is a exact week from now. Peacemaker comes out. 
Oh, nice, nice. What you want to do? Do you want to come over on Friday? Do you have a Friday off? I never have Friday. I don't get days off. Jesus Christ. Well, um... What do I, what do I look like, humans? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Shit. How about... We're probably going to record next Wednesday. Or Thursday. Depending on what's going on. But uh, next, thurs- uh, next Thursday... Is uh, Peacemaker coming out? So uh, I would like to cordially invite you and Morales Jr. and uh, Morales Carrie wife, who she's awesome, uh, to dinner at my new uh, casa. Watch some Peacemaker. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to figure it out. Freaking. We never know. Lord knows in my Lord no 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 Lord knows in my work schedule. Freaking. Mine too. It's. My my stuff changes day by day, changed today actually. So let's copy that. But the point, right the point is though, is that if you got awesome homies, try to set it up, guys. When good shit comes out, make sure you share it with good people. But uh, that is true. What is left here? We've got uh, Crush and Lobo finale. Man, I was. Uh, I gotta say, I was a little sad and also a little surprised. Um, the way they wrote this book, I, uh, we've I, I've reviewed every single issue for the past year mm-hmm. on this one because you, you know how much I love Crush. And um, yeah. I, I've been back and forth in terms about whether it's like a teen comic book where like they're kind of catering to like people that like really grew up with like hardcore manga when it was like so like really like easy to get. Um, which wasn't when I was a kid, but um, yeah. it, it, it really paid off. Um, the the storyline, she was goes to visit her dad. She's having some relationship problems. Her and her girlfriend are having some, you know, they're broke up, but they're not really. They're still talking and uh, goes to visit the dad, and Lobo's in jail. He's, he's uh, in, like, super space jail. Like, 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 the terms they use are ridiculous, but they're hilarious. Like, it's it's space jail. <laughs> like, 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 like yep. who, who are these guys? These aren't the fucking Guardians. Like, the, 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 they have no relationship to Oa. Um, like, in, in any way. And, uh, you know, she's get she get this tracker placed on her, and, uh, there's a bomb in it. You don't get Lobo back here, you know, or you're not going to clear your name. We know he framed you and all this shit. And she's searching for Lobo, and they have a knockdown drag out where they team up. It, it, it built up to exactly what I thought it was going to do. It's built to a team up where they have to fight together side by side, and they eradicate everybody. And um, they're betrayed. She goes back, you know, she, she makes it within, like, .01 seconds of returning in before this thing blows up. And it was just a tracker, like, recording everything she was doing and, and all the crimes she committed while trying to find her dad and bring him back to justice. And they're about to experiment on them, and she's like, fuck this. And she breaks out, breaks Lobo out. They kill a bunch of fucking assholes. And uh, she's a better person because of it. Like, she's, like, uh, even though it was marketed as a teen comic book, 
uh, it shined on its own. It was glorious. It, it, it was. It, it wasn't in any way something that, if you're reading it, you would feel like. And I felt like this because we're writers and we we, we dissect this sort of thing all the time. Like you know, I, I worry about being talked down to or or whether or not they're they're reading a kid's comic that's too kiddy or, or preachy or anything like that. It was a kick-ass comic book. The artwork was solid. Everything about it was a lot of fucking fun. It was a raucous romp for fucking Cisco and Newark back in, like, fucking 92. Uh, it was a raucous romp of fun, mayhem, and and bad words that were X'd out. How do we above? And it sets the stage for... It sets the stage for, uh an actual Crush series. When, when, when they set that up, I was like, okay, I get it. Crush isn't that popular. And they had to, if they were going to try to market her as something, anything better, uh, or give her a individual book, they had to at least test the waters here, like a litmus test. And, and, and um, okay, so they pair him with their dad. Okay, Lobo, why not? It's going to be, it's going to be awesome. It's Lobo. It's, yeah. You're printing your own money. But now, through the strength of this comic book, there's a strength of her having her own fucking comic book, man. The only thing that, I, that bothered me was that her car, that her space car wasn't cool enough. And I'm using that very specifically. Like, uh, she needs, like, a, remember the neutrinos? From Ninja, from Ninja Turtles, yeah. From Ninja Turtles. She needs a neutrino car. She's like a fucking flying fucking Cadillac. Like, like where Lobo's always got the most rad-ass fucking badass fucking, like heavy artillery fucking machine gun armed you know Harley Davidson space motorcycle give her a fucking yeah. give her a fucking pink fucking Cadillac you know like, or, or, or or like give, you know give me a Ford Fairmont yeah oh that's normally kick ass idea give me give us something that McFarlane can make a boatload of fucking money and stealing my goddamn money like like I, I, I really hope one day... For the record, you, you give it willingly. He does, he's not stealing anything. You are giving it willingly. Oh, agreed, agreed. Like, it'll be another... Like I feel like I text you every two weeks. We're like, God damn it, in the morning, like here's the new McFarlane. Like, I sent you the, the fucking uh, the clay face. It looks like the fucking Golgotha shit. Oh, the clay dude. face is sick, though. That's gnarly. I can't wait to fucking buy it. It's, it's one of the mega figures, one of the big-ass motherfuckers. Nice. They make a fucking pink flying Cadillac to put fucking Crush in, and I can fit my Lobo in that uh, gladly. <laughs> oh no, you're gonna get you're gonna get the Lobo with the space bike. Oh, okay. and then then the big ass, the, the way too big for it that the arm doesn't stay up, machine gun. <laughs> it has to happen, man. Like, why not? Like, it's a lot of fun, and it's it's one of the best things about life is collecting kick-ass little sculptures like this. And, I want that. Fu- she needs to have a kick-ass car. Like that—that—that's literally the only thing that's missing from this formula. That they set it up. It proves that she can carry a story. Mm-hmm. Give her a fucking vehicle. Back to the '80s formula I tell you about. Like all the time. Kick-ass vehicle is essential. She needs a fucking theme song at the very least. Uh, but the the flying Cadillac neutrino shit has to happen. Ejector seat, turbo boost, fucking eight subwoofers in the back. She's got to be playing Pony by Genuine, vibrating that shit. It's got to happen. I was was with you until the Pony. (laughs) Oh, you don't like Pony? (laughs) 
happened. It was, what it, it was what it was. It was there when it was there. It's, it's, oh, like 30. It's 30 years old. She needs, she needs something new. All right, then what do you suggest then? Hell, I don't know. I hate today's music. I'm an old man. <laughs> okay. Fuck that noise. Okay. Kids, get off my lawn. All right, so something weird happened to me today, and this is an actual true blue Somebody story. Somebody got on your lawn? No, no. This is an actual true blue story. I was having a nightmare. Uh, my, my roommate, uh, we were talking about trap music. And, uh, like, someone made me listen to, like, 30 seconds of a trap music song. And I mentioned to him that I was pissed off that I had heard trap music. Because it was fucking gorgeous. I fell asleep. It was the first... Yeah, it was the first night I slept here. It was three nights ago. In my nightmare, I was at a trap music, like, Woodstock concert. (laughs) I wake up. So you're in hell is what you're saying. I am in hell. It's mumble rap fucking garbage. And I wake up. No Al Simmons there to cuddle you, I understand. No one was there to even give me a hit of shitty meth to at least qualm the waters of fuck. I was at a trap concert sober in my dream. I wake up because my Alexa is playing trap music. My, was it really playing the trap music though, or was it playing it in the in your head? No, it your was room? actually playing trap music. So, some point in my dream, I said something somewhat similar to Alexa, play trap music, and I woke up to it playing it like volume eight, and that's why I was. Uh, there was no, there's no, my, my roommate didn't sneak in her room and say, hey, yo, Alexa, play trap music, fuck with this guy. No. <laughs> it was actually playing that music. It was horrifying. I think you secretly like it. Oh, it was subconscious Your subconscious is messing with you because secretly it's going to come out. I am pretty sure. So you're going to come out of that closet and you're <laughs> going to actually like it. No, I appreciate your understanding of my psyche, but I think this is more of a self-destructive thing. I'm like, I don't like this music, and I want to torture myself. <laughs> <laughs> this is more self-loathing than anything else. Yeah. Alexa, play trap music so I can wake up in a shitty fucking foul-ass mood. <laughs> it's like, okay. Oh, Here you go. Fucking Alexa. Um, <laughs> this is the Screwjosh playlist. <laughs> Screwjosh playlist. Curated by blankety-blank, and then I like look into my Amazon account. Your Amazon account has been accessed by Tony Morales, because <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Memo. Hey, Josh, I know you're reading this. Fuck you. <laughs> it's, like, it's like that time I bid, I'll bid you like 51 cents on all the uh, Wicked and the Divine. I knew it was you, dude. I, like, I, honest, <laughs> I, honestly, that one night, I was like, what are you doing? Like, I was really, like, on the bridge on that. I was like, did he do this to me? <laughs> no, it, like, it's, it's a lot of money. I, I'm not going to lie. I wish I had. <laughs> I know. I know. $75.51. But there, there was... There it would have was... been, been worth It would have been worth the money. Just to be like, ha-ha, gotcha, bitch. Gotcha, bitch. That's why I will never tell you my eBay name. <laughs> Catch a bitch at hotmail.com. <laughs> at Rocketmail at Geocities. 
I had a customer today that had a GeoCities fucking email. Like, GeoCities, really? Like, 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 remember those old Bush League website HTML, like basic HTML? Do you have any idea how much it, how much of those like quote unquote used to run <laughs> with freaking? I, I think I had like four or five of them for four or five different wrestlers in Colorado. Was that back when you and Rise, Ryzen were like joking it up and tag team? No, that was actually before that. <laughs> I think me and Rob actually tagged once, maybe twice, legitimately. Nah, he was on Dark last night, man. Good for him. Love the guy. Yeah, that's what I heard. But yeah, freaking, um, yeah, no, I used to run it for like legitimately like I had three or four of them that I would run for different guys in the area because freaking I was right out of high school and had a lot of excess time on my hands at the time. I had a, God, I wish I still had excess time. Yeah, uh, I, I, I do too, man. Like, uh, like honestly, like we, we, we joked about it like last week, but like, this is like the only therapy other than the actual therapy I'm actually getting, but, uh, to actually like sit down and like be okay with time. Yeah. To be okay with time, like I'm, I'm not. There's no one. Like I'm not worried about whether or not I get enough sleep because this is minefields time. Uh, we we talk, yeah. we we talk about developing stories and we do minefields after dark every now and then. But um, I'm not, not worried, worried about, about the man come knocking at our door or telling us to shut the fuck up. Yeah, or whether or not like our lunch break is like ending out. Like uh, like it, it's just it go back to the hunt, man. Like it's that's our time. Yeah, I understand that. That's our time. Uh, I remember telling my mom about the hunt, and she was like, I don't know if Tony's wife's going to be okay with you guys spending all that money. And uh, I was like, listen, uh, Mrs. Morales is totally okay with anything that's going to keep this man's mind sane, and this is one of the few things that keeps mine sane, is that we we find the comics, we find the relics. We're fucking Indiana Jones on this shit, man. Like, we, we, we're going to fucking... Bump up nowhere. We went to a closet a couple weeks ago. <laughs> we did go to. We went to a closet comic book store. Yes. Which, in all fairness, I really wish we would have took pictures of. That yeah. way, we could have posted it and be like, "Look at this tiny little comic shop." I don't this know why amazing. I didn't, man. Like, uh, like didn't I didn't think about it until right now. I, I should have. I, I had Bridget in the car. I should have brought her with me because, like, it's not like we were like getting out of the car or outside of Jason Street. <laughs> we're like, you know. Sure. I, you know, painted as a, like, hopefully uh, people think it's a bassinet. <laughs> and yeah. uh, ruined it at 3 in the morning. No, no, like, I, uh, that would have been a safe spot to bring Bridget out. But, uh, um, yeah, we'll go back there. We get, we got to get those Will Spartacio signs, motherfuckers, man. <laughs> we have to. Yeah, yeah we, we got to at least say we did it. Yeah, we, we got we to take some photos. Uh, it's a thing now. So it is written, so it shall come to pass. Show it shall come to pass, and show it shall be. We got Hold the minefields nevermore. Nevermore. Leave no black plume of the comic book that we did not buy as a token of the lie our soul has spoken. <laughs> like it. We got Teen Titans Academy. Oh, yeah. Let's get that. Let me get that out real quick. But yeah, no, this is a... Uh, it really looks like freaking we're about to start heading into Future State. Please, God. So, uh, please God. Yeah, no, we had found out that, uh, in previous issues, we had found out that, um, several members of the academy had been taken 
and freaking they were taken by Simon who has a uh, mental mind control powers and four of the students had disappeared and well five of them actually because it also included Red X of course so whoever is Red X is a, currently a student at the academy and him and a student named Dane had made a break for it after because uh, Red X had killed Simon chopping his head clean off and we kind of find a little bit out a little bit about Dane's uh, past because he's got a uh, he's got wings and turns out that his um his mother had basically made a deal with the devil. Ooh. So if she, if she would get her perfect child, but only for a moment before she died, and freaking and he was born in what looks like a monastery. So she got her moment, and then she died with her baby in her arms. And basically, Dane is uh, basically half a devil, basically. Awesome. And he is going to bring upon the apocalypse. And at the same time, the, uh, the Titans are trying to figure out what to do with this. Like, should they kill him? to stop the apocalypse or should they try to save him before he can cause the apocalypse because he hasn't done anything wrong yet. Right. And and he knows who and what he is, but he doesn't, he doesn't want that to happen. And on top of that, Roy Harper just came back from the dead. So we've got Arsenal back. So that's another thing people are on the Titans are trying to, to get used to. And it turns out that uh, I'm trying to remember basically what Rag Girl's name is. Stitch. Stitch is a uh, a binary uh, student of the Titans, but she's completely covered in rags. I love Stitch. So we yeah, we don't know too much about her as of yet, but she is alerting the Titans to the situation. And at the same time, listen to them just talk about the students, like, you know, sacrificing, possibly sacrificing Dane for the greater good. But is it really for the greater good? And even so, if they, you know, even the fact that the Titans are talking about it, is that, you know, what does it say about them as Titans? Right. When they're over here, you know, they're willing to sacrifice one of their own even if it is for the greater good. You know, is that really what a Titan would do? It's confusing, especially because after how many starts and restarts the Titans have gone through in the past 20 years, when they're talking about the cartoons or the comics. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think it kind of really shows the, uh, the ideology of youth. You know, maybe... You know, it's it's kind of thing. You know, when you get to, you know, when you become an adult, you kind of really have that thought process of giving a little bit of yourself to get what you want. You know, they want to keep, they want to make the world a better place, so they're willing to sacrifice one of their own for it. They're learning sacrifice, correct? Yeah, and even but if they're doing that, again, like I said, in the eyes of 
somebody younger of a younger generation you know why why is that even a thing to some to these to these quote-unquote adults that are superheroes that have saved the world numerous times you know and then you're you're still waiting for you know you're still willing to sacrifice this kid you know what does that say about you 100 so it's it's uh it's an interesting little take on things because like you know Titans has gone through like like it's it's been like a big wave up and down up and down up and down, but like uh, the past like three issues like we we got that little squad there like that just love Batman trying to figure out who the fuck Red X is, and and they're they're taking a lot of uh um so, like I feel like ever since like issue like maybe like six it's been a bunch of side quests. And and now they're getting to more meat and potatoes and, and really building something awesome and, and to learning something to, to present a a teenage comic teenage comic characters in an adult fashion that adults can enjoy, that kids can enjoy too, without walking that line is a is a is a very fine balance, um, to appease everyone in that sort of sense. But to then build up to this story that you're telling us about like this, like, this is, this is wonderful. That's difficult as fuck. Yeah. And then we turn around and we see, uh, we see Dane and Red X over here and Red X is just confessing because they're just, they're basically waiting for these hellhounds to attack them. And Red X is talking about how, you know, his parents abandoned him and his foster parents abused him. And like, you know, he's been abandoned by everybody in his life. And then Dane turns around. And it's just like, you know, I never, I never knew my parents at all. He's like, my, you know, my mom was unable to have kids and she wanted one so badly that she made a deal with the devil himself, the dark Lord himself to, uh, even if just for a moment, she wanted that happiness and you know she was willing. She she wanted it so badly. She sold her soul to the devil himself. You know, and like I said, Dane's basically destined to be the Antichrist. You know, and then he turns around and as these hellhounds approach, he's just like, "It's time to face my future head on." And he he tries to help Red X leave. He makes like he creates a portal for him. That way he can go. And, you know, Red X is like, are you going to be okay? And he's like, I'll be fine, you know, and I'm not going to run from this. And then next thing you know, freaking one of the hellhounds gets a, uh, gets a throwing star put through their skull. And Red X is like, you can thank me after we kick the the demon scum back to hell where it belongs. And these two friends are freaking going to basically fight off hell. And at the same time, yeah, at the same time we turn around and Stitch is still arguing with the uh, with the Titans and freaking Beast Boy and Starfire are all like, she's right. You know, we can't we can't do this. Like we have to we have to figure out another way. So we turn around and they're still fighting off these hellhounds. And then we find out who's behind this is Neron. And freaking 
freaking Dane was talking about how he's talking about depraved sociopaths sucking up to my father. And he's just like, it's it's time, you know. And Red X is like, time for what? And Euron's just like, read the Bible, boy. Oh. And then he turns around, and he's like, hey, Simon says hi. He's waiting for you down there. We've got a got a special place for both of you. And then he's like, see you very, you know, see you guys soon. And freaking, he sends him through a portal. But then we turn around, and they're back in uh, Titan's Academy. But they're followed by one of the hellhounds who sucks the life out of two of the uh, two people in the building. And freaking Red X is like, you need to calm down, Dane. And freaking Dane's like, I can't control it. And he's just like, Neuron is right there here. And freaking uh, Totally Tubular runs in. And he's like, you guys got to get out of here now. I love Totally Tubular. Uh, and then we turn around and we see that uh, we see Red X yelling Dane as Dane's trapped in a bubble uh, from Totally Tubular and freaking the demons are escaping out of his body. Awesome. Set that shit up. Mm. So yeah, it's, it's interesting to see where this is going to go because, you know, the whole thing was, uh, if I remember correctly, four of the Titans... Well, three of the Titans and Wally West Flash end up becoming basically the four horsemen of Apocalypse in Future State. Future State is one of my favorite. Uh, I'm going to put it up there with Fatal Attractions. Uh, it's definitely been solid, man. Freaking, it's uh, it's very reminiscent to me of Pulp Fiction, where you're getting the story chopped up a little bit. Yeah. Because, like, you, you definitely see where they're building towards stuff, but you're not entirely, we're not entirely sure that it's going to end up the same way as it was in Future State. Pulp Fiction was interesting because, um, and I'm glad you brought Pulp Fiction up, um, because there was something very specific about that movie, and especially what you're talking about right now, is that it was four stories divvied up that all interconnected at the end, you know, like, you know, even in the middle, you, you saw that they connected. Yeah, and, characters intertwining and whatnot, yeah. Correct. And Tarantino specifically said in an interview, he's like, I don't understand what people have a problem with this. Because if you're reading this as a book... You would your sense of disbelief would be out the window. Like, like you wouldn't be questioning this. Like, like, what is your problem with the disjointedness and and how things connect? And every person had an origin story or a mystery or or something that like enticed you to want to know more about them. Whether mm-hmm. or not you got to know so much about them. Like we never know what was in that, in the briefcase. We never know, um, what the fuck is the deal with Marcellus Wallace's bandaid in the back of his head. But you, you laid it out. What a great metaphor because we are having all of that Pulp Fiction type shit going on in 10 times right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've, we've got the side quests. We've got the, who the fuck is red X. Um, he's obviously a part of the bat family. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, even then, 
it, uh, like the the, the theor, theorization of that is fun. Like, like, yeah. Like it, it, like every bit of about this is whether or not you're, you're reading a story and like one of the side quest stories where it's some kids fucking around and stealing some shit and fucking with Shazam. Um, it's fun. There's no yep. doubt about it. And, and if you're if you're not reading Teen Titans, uh, whether or not you're pissed, whether uh, it one issue comes out two months late, who gives a shit? Fucking you're fucking up. But we've got the cream of the crop. We're starting the year off high on an end here of awesomeness. Is some shit we did with our mind because. You and I have been bitching about the absence of said uh, revealed character for months. Yeah, no, I definitely, uh, definitely miss this guy. I haven't seen him in a minute. I kind of want to see more. Ooh. Hate that is a uh, hate that is really freaking awesome. Uh, comic book got canceled, yeah, but you know, we got a little bit. You got a little bit more here and there. I'm glad they canceled the the comic book. I was really, I, I hated what they were doing, and we'll get to them later in the reveal because we got to talk about some shit before if you haven't read it yet. Um, mm-hmm. When they, ever since the the new Fifty Two, ever since the downfall of uh, Vertigo, mm-hmm. um, it hasn't been good unless we're dealing with black label shit. And you and I have had countless conversations about yeah. about this character, and but we're we're focused on uh, this. What's the name of the title? This is Swamp Thing Green Hell Number One. Green Hell Number One. What, what is this? Like a water world type thing? And like that's like, what it looks like, man. Let's the waters rising and freaking you know the Earth will eventually be gone. You know, when I, I didn't kind of walk in with any expectations, but like reading it, I was kind of like, huh, this can end up being like an Atlantis kind of thing with Aquaman because of the water. I was like, yeah. You know, maybe so, maybe no, but yeah, I kind of, with what we got so far, I definitely hope not because freaking what we got so far was fantastic. Yeah, and, 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 and even if they didn't plan this out in advance, we've had a lot of some fucked up Swamp Thing stories, whether we're watching the animated uh, DC movies or what's been going on in Future State or what happened to Swamp Thing in Future State, by the way. Uh, remember? Yeah. Yeah, is the fact that when it comes to Swamp Thing, you better fucking have your mind fucking open. <laughs> Like, yep. like, 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 some weird shit is gonna happen, and it's not gonna always be Alec. Um, and the, yeah, no, we got the uh, we got the new Swamp Thing right now with uh, Levi Kume. Correct. You know, he's been, you know, his uh, his ten issue limited series got lifted to sixteen issues. Oh, that that was so redemptive, man! Like. Like, like they listen to us. We want more. We act, do you remember actually having the conversation when because uh, uh, you've been reading it all along, and I I tuned mm-hmm. in I tuned in issue eleven or the, what was supposed to be the 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 second to last, and I'm like, God damn, issue nine then. Yeah, whichever one it was, but you get what I'm saying. I was like, God damn, wish yeah. this would go further, and they heard us. And mm-hmm. get, we're we're getting more. Yeah. And, 
Right now we're getting that, plus we're getting this uh, this green hell, this freaking dark label, or freaking black label. And freaking, you know, for a guy that didn't, I don't know, I was never a huge, like, I remember watching the old TV show on USA back in the day. That was, like, my first experience with Swamp Thing. Oh, dude, I remember watching, uh, that was my, uh, I didn't watch the TV series first. I remember it coming out, but my first experience with Swamp Thing was uh, Rhonda, I can't remember her last name, I want to say Rousey, but it's not obviously Rhonda Rousey. Rhonda something. I mean, you just called her Rhonda, but, like, remember, all night. Was it Rhonda Singer, maybe? Rhonda something, but like, uh, it, like she was introducing like she she was doing like a like a softcore porno style like uh, 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 what's his name uh, monster monster drive-in guy uh, Joe Bob Briggs thing like before, it preceded him, and 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 it was after because Up All Night was originally hosted by Gilbert Gottfried where they would show mm-hmm. like, re- really weird like you know like campy horror. Like if a so, softcore porn showed tits, it this was like you'd see just something like a little bit, but it was it was really lurid and um, they showed some cool movies. But Rhonda showed um, Swamp Thing, and she's like, yeah. she's, she's like, check this out. Like, and they they she slow moed the uh, the the hot the hot chick like running through the swamp, boobs bouncing. Check out those boobies. And I'm like, oh yeah, those are awesome. But like, it was a it was a kick ass movie. But it was a, but she she didn't focus on the boobies. She's like, this is a Wes Craven fucking movie, motherfuckers. Like like you need to recognize this. <laughs> like it was Rhonda Shear. Rhonda Shear. That's what her name was. But she she said you need to recognize this is a Wes Craven movie. Uh, this this is one of I think it was his first major motion picture and um, oh, okay and it wasn't focused on something stupid like Freddy or Scream like Swamp Thing means something to us and now we have all these different versions of the Green and we, we've got they've introduced all all of these different ideas of what the Green can be and mm-hmm. we get to this water world post apocalypse we don't know what the fuck happened there's not a plague but. We know that there's a, a lighthouse you shouldn't you shouldn't be talking about, but some old dude is filling these kids' heads with stories, and uh, some dickheads show up demanding their dowry. Yep. Yeah, I know they want to, and they you know they got guns. I didn't notice before there was a little kid with them and everything. Little kids got an Uzi. He's got an Uzi. Does he have bullets? We don't know. Yep. But yeah, no. It turns out that one of the uh, one of the one of the guys coming in ends up freaking getting turned into uh, the latest incarnation of Swamp Thing, basically. Because he ends up getting killed by one of the townspeople. But what are the other different incantations going on here? Because I'm not familiar with all of these. Because I'm familiar with the green. I'm familiar with the rot. But there was, mm-hmm. there was like two other two other things introduced here that I'm not familiar with. Uh, the red and... Um, where is it? By the way, this is written by Jeff Lemire, one of my favorite writers, did uh, Sweet Tooth, a few other kick-ass indie comic books. So we're getting, dip, like, like I'm confused. So we, we see the, the dead seagull, 
but then is it's it's immediately absorbed into the ground and it turns red and then we get to the blue the 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 haunting faces in the water and then we get these like octopi demoness people and then the green's still talking to them um i'm thinking this is like i'm thinking um this is like all of Earth's like earthly senses, like fifth the fifth element type thing, like earth, wind, fire, water. Yeah, it definitely could be. I kinda of thought the the red might have been blood for like for humans. Or right. animals maybe. Right. Or just anything that's living. But yeah, no, I mean one thing you definitely talk about like Swamp Thing seems like a character that was tailor made for a black label book. Like this this art is insane compared to like other Swamp Things I've read over the years. Like it needs to be like Swamp Things, you know, making Swamp Thing like an actual like a violent volatile monster. Right. I am down as hell for that. A hundred percent. Especially if, if, if in incorporating Alex uh, just in general if we're just talking about Swamp Thing in general. Alec being a human, having human senses, right, wrong, um, what's good, what's bad, you know, like all the different human senses. And we've, I've never encountered anything where they're incorporating all, like there's a, a sense of a being that would incorporate anything, whether, uh, whether I'm right or wrong, that, you know, water, fire, um, Earth, wind is an actual entity. It makes sense that those would exist if the green does, right? Yeah. And in all the parts of the world, you know. Yeah, or yeah, just just on Earth as a terrestrial being, and uh, it, it makes me. It harkens back to uh, the uh, you saw um, in Glorious Bastards when mm-hmm. the. The farmer is hiding the Jews underneath the floorboards, uh, and he's got that sense of uh, trying to protect his children and trying to protect other things at the same time. But mm-hmm. there's another earthly thing going here, and we've got this small little town here that is barely able to function. Like, do they even have vegetables? I mean, like, we, we and, and the people that are terrorizing them. Are living on an offshore rig, and, and and are these guys even really bad guys? Like like yeah, they show up as the bullies, but um, the living on an offshore rig, yeah, they, they just might be the people who have a leg up on these assholes, and they're just doing everything yeah. they can. Uh, I'm not saying that what they're doing to these people is right. What I'm saying is like the sense of good and bad or right and wrong is completely disjointed here, but we've got all these senses of, 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 uh, the, the human condition of what we are able to encapsulate, you know, wind, water, like I said, mm-hmm. are they really bad guys? But then the green rises up and says, no, fuck this. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see if, you know, this new version of Swamp Thing, and we just see him massacre at least three people right off the bat. You know, just got people torn in half. We got people's heads. Just visceral. That is a and perfect that, word. Like, you really, like, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I just want to just commend you on that word. This is visceral. 
there's there's no right or wrong here. You're you're that is the perfect word. And who who who's to say that this this dad that is trying to protect his daughter didn't kill his wife and eat her? We don't know. But like, that's a pretty extreme fucking thing to say. I don't think that's actually what happened. But we don't but know. What is- yeah. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. You know, little girl wakes up, freaking sees her dad sitting out there with a knife, just waiting. And freaking, you know, next thing you know, we got Swamp Thing, uh, Swamp Thing coming to town. And she's, and he's just like, you know the plan, right? Oh, that, that and she's hard. just like, you know, head north and never come back. And I'll find, and he's like, yep, go do that. I'll, I'll meet you there. And freaking, he, he finds an old man that he talked to earlier, and freaking he goes, he tells her to you know, go help my, you know, help my daughter, you know, because you can't, you can't be here. And, he, and the old man's ready to fight, and this swamp thing just comes in with more and more parts of people just hanging from tendrils, and the father freaking turns to fight this. And we see a woman with a shotgun shooting, shooting Swamp Thing. Come on, you and yeah, without anything, <laughs> just he just puts a puts a spike through her through her eyeball. Like like carnage, like like he's amorphous, like carnage as the green. Yep. You know, and the guy with you know father with just his knife trying to fight him off. And next thing you know, more townspeople are getting involved. And he's like, no, no, behind you, behind you. And next thing you know, freaking Swamp Thing, like you said, just amorphously just rises up and butchers all of them. Oh, dude, the, the, the green bursting out of every eye, every ear, the mouth, like the orifice, like, like just it, there's no mercy. Yeah. And then uh, George, the old man with the golf club, grabs his, grabs the daughter and is like, "We got to go to the lighthouse." And she's like, "You know, I, I got to do what my dad says." And he's like, "No, we need to go to the lighthouse. You, you, we. This is our only chance of fixing it." And she's like, "Doesn't a bad man live here?" And he's like, "Yeah, a bad man does. You know, but he's a man that knows things." You know, and they walk into the lighthouse, and who do they see? Someone but old man things. John, yep, old man John Constantine. Old man John Constantine, way to fucking hit the nail in the fucking head. Because, <coughs> like, like we said earlier, you know, of course it's going to be Constantine. Who how else could it have been but Constantine? Well, we we started an entire conversation like, how did we not see that coming? Like, they set this up. So Swamp Thing and so side story and not Swamp Thing, but still using Swamp Thing. That the, the I thought the guy in the lighthouse was gonna be some big brute guy or something like that, like like like, like something so ridiculously basic. Yeah. <laughs> like, like don't piss that guy off; he's gonna come eat you or something like that. Like. But yeah. when it happened, uh, I looked at him and like I actually had to look at this three or four times. It's Johnny, and it, it like I had to I had to walk away for a second. Like fuck you, Lemire, fuck you, and thank you 
for giving me that swerve. And, it, like, we, we talked about this for, like, 20 minutes before we started recording. was, like, how did we not mm-hmm. see it coming? But then, how the hell is this asshole on, on in a lighthouse where no one's allowed to talk to him? No one's allowed to do anything, like, remotely go close to the place. But he's got, look, he's got a overwhelmingly overflowing ashtray next to him. He still has cigarettes. He still has booze. There's rats that, like... It, it, it's obviously a haunted lighthouse, and he's got red socks, which I love because they wear red socks all the time. And uh, took you bloody well long enough, old man, old man Constantine. Like they they try to do it with old man Hawkeye, and it fucking sucked. <laughs> they tried to do another old man Logan story, and it fucking sucked. Lemire to actually. It didn't suck. It was just they had to go. It was it was a uh, the secret wars thing. Uh, Something's just better left to the original. Yeah, and, and Lemire was head of that, and it was uh, during the main story of the secret wars two type thing. Uh, it was it was okay, but when Lemire took over and did Old Man Logan the second series, uh, it was wonderful. Uh, it, it, it was it was like. Oh my god, awesome! Because he he did like the first twelve issues, and uh, what he did with it was is that the old man Logan was transported into Battle World. Uh, they survived Battle World. He's in now in the six one six, and he is petrified as fuck of the people that were going to hurt him and his family in in that future where you know like he fights Hulk and. You, you, you remember all that, you know, the, the destruction of the X-Men. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Well, he he takes his claw out and he writes the names of all of the people that were responsible for everything bad that happened to him and his family. And he hunts them down and murders them. Lemire is the man. <laughs> He's the man. Now we've got Constantine, old man Constantine, which, and he's performing the ritual. And what does he do? He resurrects Alec. Yeah. He resurrects the original swamp. Maybe not the original swamp thing, but the swamp thing we all know and love. Correct. Yeah, he ends up bringing swamp thing back from the dead. And swamp thing, swamp thing's pissed. I was at peace. Fuck you. Mm. And of course he is pissed because they, they never truly get along. They're friends, but they're not best friends. They're fr- they're they're like frenemies that became friends that like you're here now, this is gonna suck, but we gotta do it. Yeah. But yeah, he's he's you know, he's got Constantine by the throat and Constantine's like, you know, sorry to interrupt your vacation, my boy, but we got a problem. And we, 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 um, seems you've got to save us from the green. So it looks like book two, we're going to get some Swamp Thing on Swamp Thing violence. <sighs> I gotta tell you, man, despite the fact that New York, we had to shut shit down so we could just to make sure people protected from our awesome violence, uh, that, that sucked, but of all the stories we've gone through, we're building scaffolding, you and I behind the scenes have already talked about what 
what we're doing and how we're going to do it. And uh, I couldn't do it with a better man. Yeah. You got it done with Jeff Lemire. I don't know, man. He's not Puerto Rican. It seems like my life is destined to be infested with Puerto Ricans. <laughs> I'm not sure if I should be offended by that or not. No, it's wonderful. We just keep finding more Puerto Rican awesomeness. We got Bobby, Cardona, got you. Just keep getting all these. Is Cardona, is Cardona still alive at this point? Cardona is still alive. That's good. I worry about him. I do too, man. I do too. He he does what he has to do, despite the fact he probably shouldn't be doing it. Yeah, it's probably a very apt way to put it. But uh, hell, man, like uh, we can't tell we we can't say like three quarters. Not, we can't say three ninety eight percent of what we got planned for the rest of the year. We were uh, I was telling uh, my buddy at work how. Uh, he was telling me, like, man, like, this year really flew by. I'm like, no, it didn't. <laughs> no, it didn't. Uh, this was, yeah. This, yeah, it was a year that happened. This year was probably the longest year of my life. And I had we had so many ups and downs. We were talking about it a couple weeks ago. Like, that yeah. that all happened. Like, like we, were, we were on the road back from Lubbock just trying to keep ourselves awake and, like, shit, that was one fucking year. It feels like, like it was, like, eight lifetimes and we've got a we've got a timeline, you know. We have watches and calendars, but it feels like ages. Yeah, it's been pretty crazy last year. We've got some good shit on the. We've got a lot of irons in the fire. We got the Ganas. We got the drive. We have the. We're gonna be tired and drink a shitload of coffee. Well, me, you don't drink coffee, but. We're gonna be tired. Once a year. We're gonna be tired when we do it, but we're still gonna execute. We're gonna fucking dominate and kick ass, man. Like uh, harking back to uh, early January last year when we had our first meeting with that last Fed, and we had our you and I had our meeting beforehand, and we set the stage. Like uh, I, you, you barely knew me. Yeah. You barely knew me, but uh, and I barely knew you, but we both said let's do fifty fifty. Partners, let's kick ass and we've kicked we had we have kicked some serious ass. Two thousand and twenty one was our bitch. And two thousand Yeah, we freaking we got quite quite a bit of chance accomplished. Yeah, we did. We're gonna kick some ass and I hope you minefielders are gonna kick some ass this year too. And we're gonna be there for you every week, uh, talking about comics, and you know, go on the hunt with us, and email us when you go on the hunt, and uh, let us know your your comp, uh, accomplishments. And uh, I think that's it, man. Like uh, that's what we got. Yeah, man. It's been a it's been a crazy year. You know, here's to 2022 being even bigger and better. Bigger and better. Newer rules. Best fed in the fucking country. And minefields. And just, hey. Uh, next uh, PPV is on me. Sweet. Get some rest, man. What time you get, get up in the morning? Yeah, whenever I get up. Yeah. I said I want to be up at 5 a.m., so that's good. <laughs> You, you, you get to sleep in tomorrow? Yeah, it'd be nice. Cool. 
Can you get some rest? Got my new place. Got a few guests ready. Nice. Just uh, all our notes. We get everything recorded. Guys, uh, it's your turn. It's always my turn. But nonetheless, this is minefields. This is trans. This is dangerous. This transmission is over. By the pops. By the pops. Mini pops. <laughs>